Hello again, everyone. New year, but same damn podcast that collides the worlds of sports and comics. Let's get this new year started. Episode 172 starts out with comic books this week. We've been gone for a couple weeks, so we still have some books to get into. DC, Image, Dark Horse, Marvel, Boom Studios, just to name a few. And we have plenty of news stories, uh, including Jeremy Renner, the final season of The Flash, Avatar News, a crazy one in politics where a U.S. congressman is sworn in with a copy of Superman number one. And we say goodbye to Barbara Walters. And over in sports, we are still coming down from that crazy game that was not even finished last night between the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, before we even get into anything, prayers to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, but we talk about that game. The rest of week 17, going into the final week of week 18 of the NFL regular season, college football playoffs and into the national championship. EPL is back, so we give an update on that. And we also say goodbye to Ken Block. All that and more on this very first episode of 2023. Let's ring in the new year with the Common Bookies podcast. Let's do it. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Common Bookies podcast, episode 172. We hope that all of your resolutions are still standing three days into the year. Um, but like always, just like in 2022, 21, 2020, and into the future, our very generous sponsor, uh, this episode is brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, January 4th, 2023, is the first new comic book day of the year. So uh, go out and get your comic books for us. Our local shop is TI. Uh, they're open Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, so go in there and get your old and new comic books any way you can. Support those local comic book stores, and don't support uh, websites like Whatnot and all those uh, you know, third-party guys that take a little chunk of everything and may or may not sell you know, f- fraudulent, fake comic books. Go to the source. Go to your local comic book shops. Mark? Sean, hope you guys had a wonderful New Year's Eve. Well, I know Sean did because he was with me. We were together. Two-thirds of the comic bookies were together. Unfortunately, we were missing Mark, but I hope you had a great night, sir. Um, how did you ring in the New Year, Mark? And Sean, how's your New Year's going so far? It's good, brother. Definitely, you know, early in the year already. Hopefully, like you said, resolutions are still standing strong for most people. But no, man, it was a good New Year. Like you said, man, we visited you guys, you, Danielle, Maddie, and Cam. Yeah, just hung out, kept it low-key, did what parents do, hang out with the kids and just chill, ate, mm-hmm. drank, and enjoy good company. So, hey, we definitely missed Mark, though. I know you're with family and Lizzie, of course, and Patty. But overall, how was your New Year's also, Mark? What's up, guys? Happy New Year and Happy New Year to the fans as well. Thank you for asking, brother. Man, it was good, you know, just a very, very rainy day, just like we are going to have here in the Bay Area tomorrow and Thursday as well. Just some crazy weather. Mm -hmm. Finally getting what I guess California has been deserving with all these droughts lately and whatnot. Let's just fill up these reservoirs and lakes again. Get some snow-capped mountains up in the Sierras and have that shit melt, baby. So, nah, but uh, very, very good games that day. You know, just spending time in the cold and the rain and doors with the family and just being ready to celebrate and ring in the new year. Just um, felt a little bit different this year. Um, I was like some of the celebrations. I mean, you guys weren't watching it. Obviously, you guys were together. But, you know, with my parents, whatnot, having like the TV on and just um, just didn't seem as like lively around in New York where they usually have it and whatnot. But um, 
let's see, man. Hopefully we can uh, avoid a recession, which I personally think we already in one, but we'll see what 2023 brings us. I just hope that personally going forward, you know, for the podcast, for, as Mike's mentioned, our sponsor, Treasure Island, just uh, hopefully we have some prosperous years and that many positive things come our way for ourselves and our families and our fans, health-wise and uh, monetary-wise, if you will, and that uh, things are all good, man. But I'm excited after taking a week off. Excited to get back with you guys. You know how it is. Take a week off. Feels like an eternity here when we do this podcast. But 172, we're back, ready to deliver. Yes, I got my ring light. Hopefully, it makes go. it a little bit better <laughs> for those watching live. And uh, let's have some fun, man. Got some good stories to talk about, some right. bad stories, tragic stories. But we're going to get it all in and wrapped up for you guys in 172, man. Thank you. Let's do it. Uh, it's crazy how you talk about the recession because we will be helping our fans monetarily wise as we will be having our next our first giveaway uh, starting this weekend. So I have 10 books and a couple from our, our very, you know, our own. It's right over there. I see. I think I see the book that I'm going to contribute <laughs> to it right over there in my garage. Um, but I'll be posting it on Instagram later this week on Saturday. So but oh, my God, Mark, that um, meme that you sent us. Uh, earlier today where where it was uh you know our parents back in the 60s or 70s or whatever oh hey honey we have uh let's uh, what was it again like hey we just bought a house we want to have some kids or whatever it was like it was so easy and then it was me me in my 30s now it was like oh i just spent 23 dollars and 95 cents for for five three apples and a <laughs> and a whatever oh my god yeah, 12 no, eggs. it was like it was like it's like six eggs and three apples i spent it's like it's also like that meme i sent you guys the other day of um macaulay culkin and Mr. Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. He got all that for like twelve dollars. Said nineteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. Those two bags of groceries that bust as he's walking home. Oh, I just yeah, want to know how the hell he got that all that for nineteen bucks. You get two bags that big these days. It's you're looking oh, at anywhere between forty five and sixty. Yeah. I got yeah, a huge, bro. I got a huge gift card from Costco for my parents. That was like their gift to us. And and they wanted us to get like no, get something like get like a knife set or get like a something like a household appliance i was like absolutely not like we ran into like the weekend from hell where we needed like baby wipes diapers mm -hmm. dog food yeah, um, the worst. trash bags we had we needed everything and we spent the whole goddamn gift card but it was like thank you. covered it <laughs> no yeah no we were actually we had to spend like 38 dollars out of our own money mm -hmm. but yeah i was like oh my god thank god but we did get everything yeah, and, and I mean, it's it's going to be a big week, actually, in the for our economy, go, uh, you know, early in this year, because like tomorrow, just for anybody that might be listening or anybody that's interested, you get like all manufacturing type of data and like job openings and stuff. As you people know, right. the Fed wants to slow the economy down and whatnot. Now you got like non-farm payrolls on Friday and the inflation number, the consumer price index is going to be printed next week so it's been coming down since the summer since we had like what like nine percent inflation it's crazy man let's get those like eggs and and butter and those damn uh <laughs> apples Chicken, down shoes, I, got the, I got the wrapped up three pack of of eggs don't you worry buddy is. i got i got all that shit so i got mr Freddy's chickens in the backyard so we're doing <laughs> just fine dude i know like all like, organic <laughs> you guys in the backyard freaking forest over there with his right. three or four chickens man had eggs every day and didn't have to spend a freaking penny <laughs> so Man, um, but it's good to see you guys' faces again uh, for the new year. It's great to see everyone. Um, you know, I've been trying to get those shorts out and everything, and it's been 
working pretty well. I mean, yeah, I'm not getting thousands of views, but man, thank you so much to all the supporters out there. It it may come up as an algorithm as you're just swiping, but hey, it counts as like, you know, the one I did last week was 800 views. The one I did last night was three, 400 views. So thank you so much. Um, you know, hopefully you can listen to at least the, you know, the first 30 seconds where I tell you to subscribe to the, to the channel. But yeah, thanks a lot. It, it means a lot to all of us and for the growth and, and, and definitely to the start of the new year when we have uh, new things coming, hopefully new endeavors possibly a second show to put on the comic bookies network we don't know but we will see in the coming weeks uh so let's do it guys let's start the comic book section off right uh dc this week i'm kind of thrown off actually because I, I i sent my list into alex and he goes hey this is from last week so i have no idea if this is actually this week's books but i but i get it from this from that site i should you know i should probably get it from from ti site but here we go supposedly this week, January 4th, 2023, uh, DC gives us Batman 131, 31, yep. Dark Knights of Steel 9, Poison Ivy 8, Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing number 4, and Gotham City Year 1 number 4. And he told me that the Joker book, Gotham City Year 1, and Batman were all from last week. Granted, we didn't get our books last week because he was closed, but that's kind of weird. Anyways, the uh, Marvel gives us the Avengers 64, X-Force 36, X-Men Red 10, Spider-Man number 4, and Fantastic Four number 3. That's a tongue twister. Image gives us just a couple this week, Stillwater 17 and Spawn 337. Boom Studios gives us a new book called Mosley number 1, Dark Horse with a new book called Spy Superb number 1, and AWA gives us Trojan number 1. Hopefully this book is a lot better than uh, USC's performance yesterday. Especially late in the game against Tulane. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that later. All right, guys, let's get into it. So um, we have been gone for two weeks. So obviously it's kind of a short stack this week. I'm only getting – well, actually combined, I'm getting like 17 books because I had a huge stack last week on the 28th. But anything you guys are excited for you're getting over the last two weeks new or what you were excited about that you read over the last two weeks over the holiday weekend? Uh, well, we actually talked about before uh, Mark jumped on. I'm really, really liking Junkyard Joe, bro. Junkyard Dude, Joe's it's really, really good. good. And like, what did we say? We, we said that the that the young girl who was supposedly going to be have an interest in him because she's an artist and he's an artist, she, she's going to have a prominent role. Watch that that. Well, obviously, how, yeah. we knew like the writing's on the wall that her and the family are going to get caught in the. In the crossfire, like the old game when we were kids, you know, mm -hmm. they're going to get caught in the crossfire with the guys who are trying to hunt down Junkyard Joe, the guys who are wearing the, the same masks as him. Right? Yeah. And you can see like those kids, I mean, just from the beginning, obviously the dad goes over to visit, you know, the artist from the Junkyard Joe cartoons. And he's just like, no, nah, get out of here. <laughs> he knows Junkyard Joe's in the house, like doing all these chores for him, like cleaning everything and stuff like that. Then, of course, the kids go to school, like the new kids. In any new city, and they're just getting teased, and they're hating it. They it's a classic. To, it's one of those classic stories. It, you know, the oldest sister is the cool girl that needs to fit in, makes fun of the middle child. She's like mm -hmm. kind of the out, the outsider. And then you have like the younger brother who's like the funny, like the comic relief, right, of uh, of the three siblings. Oh, yeah. So it's a classic. You know, it's a classic. Uh, not very platonic family because the mom's not there. Unfortunately, we we find out that, yeah. that she that she died. So yeah. Typical car ride to school, all the kids just making fun of each other, talking hell of shit to each other. And then, of course, how the story actually ends uh, this issue with the daughter going to the neighbor's house and she actually sees Junkyard Joe. And what we said in the beginning, one of these kids or 
the whole family's going to have a big role. They're going to obviously find out. But it's the daughter who found out, the older daughter. So the next issue is going to, it right. should be good. We actually should see, obviously, those characters that are looking for Junkyard Joe right. also, because we didn't see him in this issue. I mean, it's crazy, too, because you, you feel that we're in this Geiger universe, right? Mm-hmm. We're in this Geiger universe with Junkyard Joe. Um, and on the side, it's an episode of Family, Mem- Family Matters. It's an episode of Full House. <laughs> it's you all know, It's like <laughs> the only reason why we left and came here is because you can't handle seeing uh, being there when, when mom's dead. You can't handle it's it being over there. Frame. You got to just ex- escape. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a uh, it's pretty crazy how you can mix in just a regular schmegular, you know, um, family issues within the book of like something that's going to go freaking down when those guys find that family find junkyard joe find the, the, they're all gonna get caught up in oh, it of course dude. their daughters it's gonna be i hope this is more than six issues because we're already halfway done this is number three yeah it's definitely good that's definitely the first book and the big one that i mean i loved reading then of course uh my gosh, we I, what did I read right before we even started finish reading? <laughs> Jesus, Sean. Um, Hold the, on, uh, Strange Academy. The Strange yeah. Academy finals, yeah. yeah Strange, uh, and that was actually all right, too. It was actually all right, too. I mean, of course, they, in the beginning, they have like a lot of the kids coming back, like coming for the weekend, bringing some right. old characters back, have a little barbecue, and of course, it's there, a.k.a. come clean up the damn school. And of course, right. all along, they're trying to look for... Uh, our old little buddy, a uh, little chubby, chubby boy, little drug dealer over here, freaking <laughs> Calvin, or Calvin. Calvin. Right. I mean, I mean, like we saw in, in the previous issue, you know, they were like, maybe what uh, Emily or, or whatever her name is, maybe, maybe what Emily. she's trying to do is not the right thing. So they like, all right, like tail between their legs. They go back to Strange Academy and and now we're yeah, they're tr- just trying to clean up and kind of get things back to normal. But so, I mean. Kind of the one of those in between issues, but at the same time, I uh, God, what's her name? Like uh, starts with the God, dang it! But when she turns into like the zombie or whatever, yes, oh, so dude, cool. She is. It's kind of, it's kind of, you know what? I like these issues. Some of these Marvel issues that they show the people who are going to be in the issue at the beginning. Yeah. What's her name? Her name is. Are you serious? Oh, third or fourth page? Zoe. I, I knew say. it was Z. Yes, Zoe. So, yeah. So, I mean, just a great book. I think it's one of those ones like we've been saying from like the second, third issue of just Strange Academy. It's it's a kid's story. Right. But it's fun. It's good. But it's fun. It's got yeah. some adult, you know, kind of humor to it. Adult uh, the interaction between it. the characters are right. really good. Actually, they're like little some of some punk ass kids, but, you know, they're kids with powers. And right. Yeah, right, it's right. pretty good, actually. Now, so yeah, those two definitely stop for me for sure this week. What about you, Mark? Um. What I got a question for you guys. What do you guys Sir. say would consider makes up uh or what's the definition of a a crime noir um if you will genre? Like okay, what what Mark. would you say is difference between a crime and a crime noir? Let me tell you something. Let me break it down to you. I took a college class on uh theater and okay. no, it actually was we took a class on um the different generations and eras of theater and movies and one of the movies we had to watch was like la confidential and it Mm -hmm. was set in like you know the 
you know, it, it, it was set in like the yeah, she like you know the, the like that, that type the of noir. noir, like you know, kind of. Uh, you have the dirty cop, the or you have swat, the cop. That's, yeah. Yeah, like, like he's got the he's got the drinking problem. He either beats his wife, or he doesn't have a wife. You know, gambling like she, problem. Like she left, <laughs> right? Kind of like I don't know if you did if if you played this game, Sean. But what was the? Come on now, bro. Of course we did. We all like tried L- to figure out the like clues. L.A. Noir, right? It LA was Noir. L.A. Noir. It was actual video game. It was a definition of a straight like. It was it, it was it, right after World War II. It was in L.A. when the freeway system was just being made down there in L.A. And it was it was one of the first games where you the facial recognition like you had to look at their facial features and their um, expressions to see if they were telling a lie or telling them the truth. It was really cool. Like you were a detective. That's who your main, the main character was. So I would say, so just a crime. I mean, I mean, you have a crime like, you know, uh, lethal weapon or, you know, like, you know, like what, like one of those just like blue streak, just like, you know, maybe some detective work, but like a noir kind of feels more old school. Tracy. Like what the Tracy old kind school, of thing. Old school. What's that yeah. one movie? Oh man. Like the it comic has... book. Like the comic book should almost be 100% black and white. To me. Who's who is know. like a noir just feels like it should be black and white. Who's in Deadpool two? Uh, the electric dude. Deadpool two. Yes. Uh. Uh. What's what's the guy's name? Ends up helping them. The electric guy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, the guy who plays Thanos. That character. What's his name? Mm. Uh. Cable. 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 What's that one movie? Guy. What's that one like, movie what that? What's that one movie that Cable is in? Not Cable, but that actual actor is in. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. God That's damn a noir. That's oh, a noir. That yeah. is actually a damn good movie too. That's a classic. Because the thing is too, even I think noirs also have you're like right. the kind of criminals too. It's kind of those like, you know, just freaking like those like zip suits type of just like zoot old suits. school zoot you're suits right. type. Yeah. There you go. Remember that song, Zoot Suit Ryan? Zoot Suit Ryan. So you guys would say that you guys like that genre? Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. There's and no. that's exactly why it's one of my favorite books coming out this week, guys. Yes, pretty good DC offerings this week for me, guys, coming up. I'd say this Gotham City year one, number four is dropping. Sean, you're not on it. I wish you would have been because it's exactly all the stuff you were just describing. This is kind of like how it is, True. except not just the black and white art. But Mike, you're on it. I know you love it. So that's just I'm, good. I'm, I'm, of course, it's a Tom King. So I had to grab it. But I'm really excited about that one. It's obviously what it's like the cop, too. Like you guys are just mentioning with the cops. And, you know, that one lady came uh, come kind of like from the other side of town where they were where the Waynes were trying to build that factory or something that was going to kind of give off pollution or whatnot. Supposedly mm-hmm. they had the Wayne's daughter and whatnot and just <clears throat> kind of crazy now that the doctor had to deliver the messages and is like is all caught up in helping the mom. Um, right. So it's just uh, I'm really digging that story. The Joker, the man who stopped laughing is right on par with a uh, number four of Gotham City year one as I mean, not being probably as good. But like I mentioned, Mike, number three did pick it up. I don't know if you feel me on that one. I really did oh, I enjoy you. number three. It's getting good. Hopefully it keeps getting better. But that's a number number four offering. And just of course, right? Just um Batman coming up 131 that we're gonna get. Right. Obviously it's a start of a new arc here with uh a fail safe finally being failed and defeated by Bruce. And um just excited to see. I mean I think uh 
you know, I'm reading, what is it? Three books with Zadaski on him right now, right? The Public Domain. I'm reading the Daredevil and I'm reading Batman. I'd probably say that maybe I'm enjoying Batman. I mean, sorry, Daredevil a little bit more than I did his last arc or his Batman arc. Yeah. So you're you're reading the public domain. Is that still going on? It is, but I haven't gotten it, which is funny because you're actually – I've actually questioned myself about three weeks ago what happened to that Uh, book. I want it. Yeah, because I'm on three chips too because I'm on Stillwater still. Oh, yes. You're on three chips? Three chips. I got three Uh chips on the table. Uh, Just to cut in real quick, uh, Matt Bedwell, love you boys. Good night. Good night, Matt. Andy boy. Thank you so much for chiming in. Um, Go ahead. Continue, Mark. Sorry. No, just uh, that's pretty much. uh, I'm also getting uh, Sentinel Sentinel of Liberty, Mm -hmm. Captain America. That's, I think, and maybe one or two more. But looking like not too much of a big week for me, but going to enjoy what I do get. And what I did read, if you guys want to get into some of those, unless you guys got something you guys are getting this week you guys are interested in, um, TI's always dishing out the heat for us, so go ahead and spit it. I mean, that would probably be just for from last week. I kind of forgot what my, you know, 12 books I'm getting from last week, so I'm not going to, you know, kind of go in and kind of delve into it. But, you know, I'll get into it next week when I actually receive them and read them. Um, but I think you kind of nailed it on all the ones that I'm getting i'm getting stillwater 17 so another chip chips coming here with another book this week you know um but i hate that i i hate that i dropped that to tell you the truth i mean sorry to cut you off but no it's 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 a roller coaster it's got some up and down moments you know it's like you know and at this point like we i I wasn't really a chip guy i'm saying it can end end. like it can end like yeah. like 17's like coming out. Give me three solid arcs. Give me a a, a freaking finale at 18, an explosive ending, and then just end it. Like Ernie Ray Clementine, right? At a certain point, you're kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, but, but this is not as bad as some of the issues of Scumbag. Oh, okay. But you know, so. I wasn't as into Chip back then. I wasn't too familiar with him. Pardon my ignorance, if you will, if you you know. But he seemed to me personally, from these three years or going forward right now, almost Jesus, he seemed to really right. be blowing up on the scene now, writing for all types of publishers, and uh, mm-hmm. really enjoy it. If I would have stayed with Stillwater, I would have had four chips. So four chips. <laughs> I will say that I text you guys late. Two nights ago that I read one of my favorite alien issues of mm-hmm. all time. It was a classic um, – like I'm trying to explain it the best way I can, Sean, is that this mission is their, their like um, – shit, they're like synths, right? So they're like they, – they, they look human, right, these five people, but they're not. Like they were made, right? So so they're the, the, they're the best – chance we have at going to this planet getting this egg and then delivering it to of course the corporation but they mm-hmm. can of, of course save our world right so the humans that are surviving on this planet at the end of the previous issue have trapped them inside this little area with mother like i showed you i showed you the page a couple weeks ago <clears throat> yeah. so an all-out battle one of them gets one of the five gets their heads chopped off like gone like she's dead and one of the humans in the struggle or the struggle was in the previous issue was she got like scratched. Like she got like, remember the whole zombie thing where like, you know, but she doesn't want to tell anybody like, Oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But she got a freaking bite mark on the back of your arm forget it. and like, forget it. Oh dude. And so the humans try to take this, the, the synths, uh, shuttle back to where they're from. Cause they're like, you know what? Let's regroup. Let's get back. And all of a sudden they escape from that room where, where the mother 
the mother is. Yeah. And they see the shuttle going down. Like, oh, what the hell? Because she finally turned when they were taking off and she took out that whole ship. And now it's freaking going. It's all out. And she looks. Let me show you what she freaking looks like, bro. She looks like, oh, God, it's so freaking disgusting. So she made the transformation. Oh, yeah, bro. She looks freaking mm-hmm. nasty. Like she doesn't obviously look like mm-hmm. the alien, but her arms and everything are extended mm-hmm. like she has. But, and she like screams like them. Oh, ugh, freaking freaky. Uh, that traveling Mars one is pretty good. It's just that it's just like it's like Mark. It's Ernie Ray Clementine. He's going to Mars. and He's just going to I don't know. But the whole issue was it's, it's like a, just a <laughs> journal. Right. Like you guys sometimes don't like that inner monologue. The whole story is his journal to himself, but he finally gets to call his mom from the shuttle. She's crying. She's like, why didn't you tell me I'm your mother? And, you know, so it's a bunch of stuff. Uh, Deadliest Bouquet. Man, unfortunately, I got to give this a top 10 worst finishes of all time, guys. Not good at all. So no, no good. The, the, The beginning of the story was fire. But as this it progressed, it was just came kind of became drama between the, the three sisters. And then the ending was kind of blah. Uh, R.L. Stein's Stuff of Nightmares, pretty decent ending. It's only four issues, so hopefully I can get – hopefully it's one of those things where Stuff of Nightmares number five comes out, and it's another R.L. Stein story, right? Where it's like Tales from the Crypt, where this guy's like – he's the narrator. Hey, guys, come in here. Let me tell you a story mm-hmm. or whatever. So that was good. Uh, Deceased, War of the Undead Gods, R.I.P. to uh, Kilowog and John Stewart Green Lantern. They both died in this story, so – RIP to them, and that's all I got pretty much. Um, besides, of course, if we want to talk about Flash, we do want to talk about Flash, and I have one actually to talk about Flash after we talk about Flash, but I want to talk about oh, one wow. before we talk about Flash. Like that. One flash. That, flash before the Flash before we talk about the Flash. Okay, cool. flash that's right. how fast the Flash is, right? Mm-hmm. So let me just uh, this book right here, if you guys can see it. Um, maybe. Hopefully, that goes, it comes and but, goes in a flash. Uh, yeah, it comes and goes in the flash because the background <laughs> Berserker guys by Boom Studios. Obviously, you guys know I got on it. Uh, what like over like a year ago, probably now because we're obviously on issue 11, probably over a year ago because they've taken some time. That and I know I don't know how many issues. I don't think Sean. I don't think you ever got on it, but Mike, yeah. I think you might have gotten one or two, maybe three issues, and you hopped off of it, uh, it quicker was, than the Flash could have told you to hop off of it. It was three or four, yeah. So, and I applaud you for that. Let's hit the applaud button. Um, oh, if we had the little button. That'd yeah. be good. Little, <laughs> <laughs> little sound effects. We got to get something like that, man. We still got it. We, 2023, we got uh, ambitions. And, uh, Soundboard be clutch. Yeah. Sean, how many points do you have? <laughs> how many points do you have? Let's I got 600 more today. Oh, that you got? Mark, they have continue. that. I got six hundred more today. I mean, they hey. have that. They Sean, have thanks that? for coming. Sean, thanks for coming to the office today. Here's six hundred points. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Pardon us as these guys talk about their company loyalty points. Um, Berserker, Keanu Reeves, Matt Kent. It's on issue 11. It's been up and down. I would say it's probably been more down. I am disappointed. I was thinking with the name like Keanu Reeves, uh, Matt Kent. I obviously was, you know, reading some of his books before and just, you know, I was expecting more. To me, it feels like maybe Keanu was, Matt was maybe too busy of a guy. It seems like it's those issues where, it's a lot more art than like words and you know it's just it's all right i get the story i think it could have been portrayed a little bit differently but um you know it's uh 
he wrote it and it's his uh, hey, masterpiece, if you will. But right. um, let us know if you guys enjoyed it. Berserker. Um, I got a, I, I got a question for you, Mark. With with Keanu being on this book, do you think that he immediately when he was pushing this book was also at the same time trying to pimp like it becoming a TV show or a movie? Because when right. I, when this was first being kind of previewed and everything and I saw uh, s- some of the issues and I was like, wow, that's not a lot of dialogue, right? To like to justify me spending three or four dollars for this book. But they can make this a damn good like Amazon Prime TV show with hella gore going through the years and progressions like a damn Assassin's Creed type of thing and trying to get to like the the bottom of of why he's like him. You know, I don't know how like I don't know how the story has progressed since I've jumped off. But do you think that this would have like you're saying that maybe the comic book medium is not the right medium for this story? Do you think a TV show or a movie would have been better? Um possibly yeah i think it probably would have been better than putting us through like a year and a half of this book it's funny because you just mentioned that with this issue 11 actually ends with the doctor that's been um you know um checking him and whatever like and they ask him like how do you feel and he's like mortal and it pretty much like kind of ends and then we're gonna get issue number 12 which i think in the the last is the last and they're going to take a i think it's going to be like an oversized issue they're going to take a little bit more time on it so hopefully that i mean maybe it can like accumulate to something good in 12 because i mean let's just say after it's 12 issues i'd say like maybe five were really good and the rest weren't really that great you know so it's like i mean it's not horrible but i was just expecting more from a guy trying to break into comics or whatever make it a show if you will like you said and with a guy like matt kent on it like you said i thought there'd be more more dialogue just a little bit more uh storyline to it a lot of it uh just kind of got mixed up in the jumble i think Mm -hmm. in those middle issues but um you know i stuck through it and um you know, maybe because it was easy reads. It's just I have a fat stack. Oh, man, I'm getting to Berserker. Oh, I know I can probably get through it in like about eight, nine minutes. So right. seven, eight, nine minutes. So <laughs> stuck with this. See what, it, you know, gave Keanu a Reeve, Matt Kent. I mean, gave Ke- Keanu a Reeve, gave Keanu Reeves a chance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to give Keanu a Reeve. That's for damn sure. I know he hangs out in San Francisco a lot. I don't pictures. know. What, I don't know what a Reeve is, but, you know, maybe. Um, yeah, you don't want to know what a Reeve is, asshole. <laughs> but nonetheless, man, let's get into Flash. And I got one more I want to talk about with you guys, which I'm disappointed in you guys. I'm disappointed. You guys see me wagging my finger, giving you guys the Matumbo. Disappointed. Let's get into the too. Flash, man. I have what one more, you... too. That one right go ahead. there. Go first. Um, no, no, no. Go ahead. Let's do Flash, Flash first. Cause, go ahead. Cause, <clears throat> no, because Flash is good, man. So Pied Piper. Um, you know, Sean, when we see Pied Piper in the um tv show and everything he's the male version but now mm-hmm. it's the, the female version the pie piper so and i totally forgot i think it was somewhere maybe during williamson's run or maybe it was before but pie piper somehow along in this uh, universe is good right so pie piper then visits the house and oh you know what no it's a guy never mind yeah i was I'm, about to say what are you talking I'm sorry. about i'm sorry i thought you know what it was in my own head when I was first seeing the first couple panels, I was like, hey, oh, they made her a female. That's pretty cool. 
but then I, I saw I saw the jawline, and then I and I started to uh, assume. I was like, <laughs> well, the and then I started to get, and then I started to get all twenty twenty three. Like, oh no, I, I can't be assuming. But then I saw like Hartley and stuff, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Was yeah, it no, the no, long? Was it the long? The long golden hair, like sunshine. Yeah. It was sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> sunshine here for sunshine. sure. Yeah, right. So, but it. So I think. So so what do you guys? So what do you guys think is going to be? They 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 pretty much like solved everything in one issue. It wasn't even it wasn't even the the old warden. It wasn't even him having powers. It was something that took control of him that he got then out of him. So what yeah, the hell so is going to go? Who is that Lord? So what's going to go? Or, law of or order or something? Yeah, right, they take so, they, they took over Gregory Wolf, right? Yes. So I mean, so what's going to happen? Is it going to be an ongoing issue with this with this entity kind of taking over other things, or is there going to be other entities? It kind of feels like it's the um um. Did you guys jump on this when we were Flash year one and oh and then the Flash and then all of the other <clears throat> uh, I forgot what it was but man I mean the best part of this issue I think was the <laughs> was the ad for Catwoman number fifty where <laughs> Punchline and Cat Punchline and Catwoman are gonna be fighting I don't know it's it, it was like the Rogues were a part of the GCPD and then they weren't in a matter of two three issues. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Stop with this in between stuff. Like sometimes I I don't like so when Batman want... or Detective to have these long drawn out six to twelve issue ongoing themes or arcs. But the Flash is like it seems like three issues done. Three issues like stop. Like yeah. keep something going. Shit, man. In yeah. Yeah, you know what? I wasn't thinking about it that way, but you're right. In this case, I think it would have been cool to see the rogues kind of, you know go through the city as security and kind of right. build this story a little bit more. And yeah, you're right. Is like, is it going to be ongoing or um, like you have the that, ongoing theme of like the kids getting the powers and the wife getting the powers. You have that in the background with Wally West, right? Since he took over the mantle of the flash, mm-hmm. right? Since the, <clears throat> excuse me, since Barry left to go save the justice league in this dark crisis on infinite earths storyline, which is now done. And now the wife's pregnant too, right? And now she's pregnant. So this we're going to have this whole thing going on in the background, but then we're going to have like villains and stuff that only last a handful of issues. And I kind of have an issue with that. <laughs> Do you think it's Jeremy Adams, the writer, trying to maybe, I don't know, maybe mix something in before the new year, before he gets something going, like more – with a longer duration and time. I hope so. I hope so. I hope it leads into something that's, you know, maybe this whole like Lazarus planet, like this whole big thing that's going to happen in 2023. Maybe it's leading into something like that. But I hope to God that now that the Justice League is back, Barry Allen's back. I hope that Wally doesn't leave because we jumped in, you know, because remember in the 80s, Barry Allen was killed during Crisis on Infinite Earths. So they had Wally West for years and years, and then they brought Barry Allen back. So we've only known Barry Allen, but we know Wally West was, you know, and then and then and then Wally West was the one that happened. Everything happened with him and Heroes in Crisis, the Tom King story where he killed a couple people at that house. And that kind of was was like a like a mental um, like a hospital, right? Like a PTSD kind of thing for people who was who were supers, but. Man, I, I I think I need to have a solid six to twelve issue arc uh, with a with a really really big bad guy like a Gorilla Grodd or something like that or a Reverse Flash, but with Wally West, not Barry Allen. I hope that I get that coming into the new year. 
the one thing keeping me like the one thinking the sorry sorry the one thing actually keeping me like really liking this story actually is the whole family aspect of it you know i like that right. part of this whole like theme that we've been getting uh with adams and this whole um all these arcs and whatnot and even though like you said even though they keep switching um you know bad guys and whatever they keeping this like family nucleus together the family's growing so it's like i kind of that's the one part of the story that i am really digging so you know completely agree with you can't really give up on the flash i guess i mean i guess you can but it's been one of what the three four books that i've been getting religiously since i started this podcast since we started right. this podcast so um my, my, i'm just gonna keep getting it right just right uh speaking of the flash though i will say going from the flash to the dark crisis on infinite earths my last book of the week number seven of seven uh a huge battle look at what how deathstroke looks like look at him look at him deathstroke's badass He's bad. That boy's swole. Damn. <laughs> totally takes over what Pariah, um, when he kind of got rid of the Infinite Earths, right? And he killed the, helped kill the Justice League for a second. Now they're back fighting him, but but Deathstroke completely took out the Titans. Titans Tower in San Francisco is completely, like, you know, falling apart. There's a huge battle, and and the key to this whole thing is Mr. Dick Grayson himself, Nightwing, who uh, sees the light, and he finishes Black Adam as a huge Huge help to this. Black Adam gives part of himself to every single hero in the DC universe. Look at that. All that power going through every single person oh, in the Justice right League. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Nice. They defeat, um, you know, Deathstroke. They def- they kind of put everything back to normal as, as what it would be. And then finally, I send you guys the picture. There's some powers that be. I didn't show you this picture, but I will show it to you now. But the epilogue of the story, Miss Amanda Waller is up to it again. So she's talking to whoever the hell those group of white, you know, silhouettes are. I don't know who that is, but that picture I sent you guys last night. Easy, easy. 2023, buddy. A group of white what? Oh, if you watch this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, watch it. It's actually the color white. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but who the hell is this? So you have Peacemaker, obviously, if you know from the Suicide Squad. Yep, John and maybe, Cena. And maybe Lady Peacemaker right next to him. But this one right here, what is this? This is like a Joker in a Batman suit with the Superman logo right here. He's got a yellow lantern Flash. ring right here. What the Flash. hell is he doing? Flash. And then this guy, uh, that guy is looks like – the Batman oh, that's who laughs. the one you text us that night. Yeah, Batman who laughs. Yeah. Batman who laughs looks looks like he's in like a doomsday suit. Like, what the hell is going on? So maybe that is something to do with this Lazarus planet. I don't know, but either way, great end of the story. I like uh, it. Definitely one of those like big stories that's like, oh fuck, another freaking story. Pretty good. Anyways, I'm done. My Mark, last, get one my more. last one. Sean, you got one? No, no, keep rolling. I got my here, guys. I'm disappointed in you, especially Mike. I think you really would have liked this one, Sean. You too. But uh, Batman Incorporated, man. Batman. Oh Incorporated. no. I just read number three, man. And dude, this is probably one of my favorite stories going right now. You know, we talk about a lot of times how books kind of take a while to get into it. <laughs> we we still having, you know, or we still have this uh, ongoing laughter with Alex from Treasure Island about the Spider-Man. Like, what the hell did he do, right? We're so many books in and mm-hmm. whatnot. And just, but this one's like getting right into it. 
obviously just a little refresher batman incorporated was um after the whole uh tamaki run uh for detective basically when um batman and she was leaving obviously ram v took over but she left she created like uh this world with peacemaker and she created um basically clown hunter one of the guys that we or i don't know if she created clown hunter i might be wrong tinyan did tinyan yeah sorry 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 okay sorry 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 but anyway we got all these new characters and basically they got spun off into this book batman incorporated and batman basically put a group together to go you know fight crime basically like kind of more like internationally and he put uh Sorry, not uh, yeah, not Peacemaker. You guys uh, confused me earlier. Ghostmaker. Ghostmaker, yeah. He put Ghost. He he put Ghostmaker together to kind of be in control of uh, these different groups. So Ghostmaker gets all these uh, people, all these heroes and whatnot, and you know he sends some to over here, some to over there. Why is he sending them there? Because it's funny that they find out, and this sort of the only third. We're only in third issue in, and obviously they find out that the people that are being killed is ghost makers like older teachers that taught him to become like who he is right so they're oh, going shit. yeah so they're sending so he's sending everyone to go find out why they're being killed right so in this issue man this is great man because we love clown hunter right we wish that he would have been like more ongoing in these stories mm-hmm. we thought right obviously he wasn't but this book so he could be a big take Mr. on why I, yeah, big take on why I'm reading this book, but he basically gets kidnapped by um I have to look at his name, but he gets kidnapped by this guy and he gets put in like this steel truck basically because uh, Ghostmaker has a chip like an air tag on all of these heroes that he's sending all over the world just so he can know where they are at. Because right? why? Because because why wouldn't a Batman not have a chip in all of the people on his team? <laughs> right, a hundred percent. Very Batman like. Um, but anyway, so this guy takes him and he's telling him, uh, he's like, uh, goes to clown hunters all pissed at him. Like, or well, he's like, you have to listen to me last time I used to be ghost maker sidekick, you know, and let me tell you this story. And if you don't like the story pretty much, you know, I'll let you leave and whatnot. So this guy, he's telling, um, uh, let me see if I can get his name. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Now Mark, while you, <clears throat> while you find this name, sorry, this is spinning off of one of those, um, uh, annuals right because i because i read the annual when what they went the to the annual? snow and they went and picked up and they fought the the wolf the guy who's kind of like a wolf but he ended, turned up not being a bad guy he was a good guy and they joined the team is he is that guy still on the team the guy who was like the wolf wolf or he was like in a wolf costume he's a huge dude remember that yeah but he's actually was he on the team or was he um they picked they picked him up and I think they flew away on like the ship like something like 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 he was like oh so but I, but I don't know what they did they said to be continued in Batman Incorporated number one and it was during summer of twenty you know summer sixteen summer twenty twenty two where I was getting hella books in previews I was sending you guys the freaking list of my books out, so and that was one of the ones where I had to cut so kind of pissed that I did he, now. He he is definitely in it. I think he was in this issue. If he um, but he has been showing up. He's still been showing up. I don't know if it was this issue or the other one. But anyway, this dude. Um, so he comes in. He basically he he kidnap not doesn't kidnap him, but kind of I guess kidnaps Clown Hunter. Tells him a story. The story's cool because now the book goes like he's the kids telling Clown Hunter the story, and it's about his parents. His parents were kind of like 
they had money, but they used to go around and mess with people with money because they thought people that had like had too good of lives needed to feel how it was like to maybe get robbed a little bit or something. So they did some robbing stuff. Shit. They did they did stuff that wasn't that great. But anyway, so uh, Ghost Make Ghostmaker comes and kills them basically, and then he takes over their son because they were pretty badass. So this son. He raises them, trains them, everything, right? But this kid was never good enough for him, right? So he basically thought that he was going to leave them left for dead in, like, some rubble when they, were like, got into some squabble with some bad guy, right? He's left in the rubble, whatever, right? So then this kid comes, tells him the whole story, dude, and it's like the the book ends basically with uh, him getting on a plane. He's like, you can come with me and we can go get Ghostmaker ourselves or you can stay. So that's how it ends. So now it's like Clown Hunter's got to make a decision. Is he going to go fight Ghostmaker and like spill the beans on everything that's happening? Uh, you know, because Ghostmaker's already coming to look for him because of that air tag, because obviously now he's out of the damn security truck. But dude, it's just, it was a great issue. And it's just, I, I just really like it, man. I really like how the these two main characters that were in those arcs for a while that we were reading kind of like have their own story going now and you know ed brisson's the writer he's doing a great job and mm-hmm. you know it's a, it's a really good book man i'm enjoying it i really am sorry that was kind of long-winded but i, I know you're really good have any other books but it was great no you're just an asshole because now i'm gonna have to go pick up the trade paperback when it comes out <laughs> 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 so thanks a lot for that um but no ladies and gentlemen that's the uh, comic book section of the uh, podcast so i hope that intrigue you know g- we kind of have to kind of reintroduce ourselves, I believe. You know, I, like I think in the first episode of the year, right? If people are looking for new podcasts, and they kind of say, "Hey, you know what's what's new?" Whatever. We've been here since March, April of 2019, and we hope that our reviews and our previews of some of these stories kind of intrigue you to go to not only get these books, but go to your local bookstore and support small businesses. Because at, at this time in this world, if you got the extra funds, go support those small local businesses because odds are they're hurting just as much as we are, if yeah. not more, right? So so uh, thanks, guys, for giving all those reviews of the books. Um, let's get into a little bit of news. Um, let's see. Some quick hitters. The Avatar 2, uh, I think it's The Way of the Water or whatever, Good reaches movie. $1 billion dollars. In just 14 days. Sean, would you like to give a spoiler-free review of the movie? Yeah, it was good. Uh, the only complaint I'll have is certain parts of the movie they dragged it's on five a hours bit. long. But the thing is, <laughs> though, the part that they dragged on, I was like three <laughs> hours and like 13 uh, minutes, I think. 313? That's still hella long. That yeah, it was, it, was, long. It, was, it was really long. But the, the parts that Holy they dragged shit, on were actually good, important parts. They just dragged it on a little bit. Like, you guys didn't need to put certain things or... Like extra dialogue, like you kind of need all that dialogue. But the story was cool. Uh, loved the theme, and I think the next one's gonna be even better. I liked it. I had no complaints, like for the actual movie. And right, it was good. The, be- the best thing about this thing, I haven't seen it. Probably gonna have to wait until it comes out on Disney Plus. You'll be waiting probably. Yeah. Right. Ooh, what I didn't write down is officially, they said that it was like the twenty something. No more. February 1st is Black Panther Wakanda Forever on Disney+. It's not, Plus. It's not January 20th? Not anymore. That was like I, a rumor. I just, see, I just seen that yesterday. It was January 20th. Are you sure? February 1st. Like like Disney actually put out the official, wow. like, this is the release date, like February 1st dumb. or 2nd or whatever. Right. That's, right. I, so I it's just like, so it's like 10 yesterday. days or two weeks after what it was I supposed a, to be. I had a just right. told Marissa yesterday. I don't, I don't know if that January was January 20th. 
Right. I don't know if it was a fan thing or someone at Disney was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be this date. But like, no, it's not. It's this date. So it's not even later this month. It's like February 1st Terrible. of this year is. Um, <clears throat> but no, uh, the th- thing I like about of this one is I don't think we're going to wait too long for number three. Like we had to wait between one and two. So, yeah, that'd be good. Um, the final season of The Flash, we will see the return of Mr. Spartan, a.k.a. John Diggle. Uh, we're going to see Diggle. him as a re- recurring Diggle. character. Diggle. Kid, Flash. Kid Flash. Kid Flash is going to be—he's uh, going to be a recurring character. You know, it's the last season of the Flash, so you figure we're going to have a lot of characters these. back. And Mister uh, from our era, folks, from our era, reading this book from the Complicates podcast, Mister from John Williamson, Josh Williamson, Bloodwork is back as a villain. Bloodwork, nice. This season of the last final season of the Flash. Um, Mark. Me and you were discussing it, but I'll let you tell the story about a certain U.S. congressman, former mayor of Long Beach. Oh, man, you have the story. Um, (laughs) No, actually, I was reading it. Uh, Yeah, so this – actually, do you have a better story than me? I'd have to pull it up again real quick. No, uh, yeah, I I just read uh, a U.S. congressman was voted in. He's about to get sworn in. California. Yes, for California. He's a former mayor of Long Beach, Robert Garcia. He will be sworn in with three very personal items to him. Uh, one, most importantly, is a picture of his parents who he lost, both of them, to COVID, unfortunately. Uh, number two, his citizenship certificate. And number three, a copy of Superman number one. Jeez. I was like, what the hell? I was like, even politics Damn. can, you know, even comics can bleed into politics. You know, pretty cool. Spring or what? Sure. He, he was just saying it was from the Library of Congress or something like that, like the hu- the biggest um, archives of comic books. He was he kept tagging like the uh, Mark, if you have the story up, it's like he kept adding yeah, the. It's Library of Congress. It's a, a certificate, certified original number one Superman. Right. Um, so I'm looking- so. They don't Ten know since originally 64 right. pages of action all in full color. Yes. So they don't know what the grade is of the of the issue that he is selling. I mean, that he's going to have with him. But um, the most recent copy of an 8.0 version of that comic book sold for over five million dollars. Well, you better have a bulletproof vest when you get sworn in. Jesus. Wow. Fucking Christ. <laughs> That's he's crazy. Just- Ten cents for five mil. Uh, Man, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That uh, I don't know what he's doing to. I don't know what he's got to do with that Library of Congress. Man, uh, they're hooking them up for sure. That seems like an episode of uh, or not an ep- Well, technically, because now the show's now out, but uh, an episode of National Treasure. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, 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 Library of Congress, and what is this like? This is just like this is Congress has million dollar oh they're like the dude. government is holding million dollar uh, I mean, pristine comic books it seems like not Mark, pristine Mark, but have you, have you not seen the original um constitution national, national treasure they have Const- a whole bunch of good stuff nicholas cage come on oh, now. dude they steal so many things that they go to the the, <laughs> the library of congress right sean don't they they press the button and the thing pops down and the book falls down and they and they still oh. damn Mark, but, Mark, but comics are right there that's a classic go yeah. So screw your local, um, you know, um, uh, half price books. Go to your local, go to your local library. library, library of local. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Don't um, give anybody any ideas, man. Right. And then, so we're not going to cue the music just yet because this person isn't dead, but 
Jeremy Renner. He's in tough space, man. Jesus Christ. Jesus, I don't think he's going to die. Why are you going to say we don't have to cue the music yet? I don't think we're going to have to because cue we the have music deaths. at all for the guy. No, because we have deaths, Mark. I know. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yes, yes, yes. We you mean in this death. episode. I thought you meant for him. Right. But no, holy he, crap, I think dude, it's a Hawkeye. So how does it happen in the first place is the biggest thing, man. I mean, obviously it's a freak accident. He's just having fun. It's it's, it's like, you know, it's like me and you going out to Vegas to visit Forrest. We go out shooting and something just happens, right? Like some shit, some crazy, oh shit, you're just, you know what I'm saying? It's oh shit, it's oh shit. It's a, but it was a plow thing. It, it was like, it wasn't even like... I need a pull up in this. See, it's plenty of like... Yep. Get, I need the now, visual. Now, now, not to go into the future of this uh, show, but we're going to talk about um, Ken Block. He, that that was a Cue snowmobile. Cue it up. Cue it up. No, not not yet. But that was okay. a snowmobile, right? That was a snowmobile, yes. But this was like a plow, like as if he was just a trying plow? to. A plow. Right? A snowplow. So it's a yeah, snowplow the machine, uh, basically you know shovel the snow type of thing. But I'm just trying to figure out like was it like one that you're on top of? Because most of the ones I know are the ones you're pushing. You're just pushing. So how? So is this like an industrial size, just huge? Because I mean, un- unfortunately for the people who are listening or watching this right now, I didn't read too much into the story, so I, I they don't I, I apologize. I've, I've, I've seen so many different stories like on it, now, but no exact details other than like right. just now, chest today trauma, he, the right. legs, surgeries. Today he, t- today he did say that. He did say that he posted a picture of like the the accident slash surgery. I see. Well, I seen a picture of him. And actually, his tweet, they showed, like, his face, like, bruised up on this side all the way down. Wow. And it's, like, kind of just, like, a vague, like, two sort of tweet, but I love my fans type of thing. But right, I think he's had, like, two or three surgeries already, and they said just, like, significant blood loss. 51 years old, especially something that traumatic. <laughs> Who knows Damn. when he'll be acting again, man? That's crazy. Probably won't be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So it's yeah. that bad? Bro. They said like it was like, dude, he was gonna yeah, die. Yeah, they, they had like a like a neighbor or someone had to like put a tourniquet yeah. on his leg, like he was about to lose his leg. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was he was operating the plow. Sorry, uh, excuse my ignorance, like you as well, Mike. I didn't really read much into it. I was. You don't even have the story was, yet, bro. That's I thought thing. it was like a, a like a snow day day trip type of like accident, like the guy that no. you mentioned earlier like he has a house or like a sunny there. bono type i didn't know he was right. like rating a, a plow i have to read more into this actually yeah he's plunged right. i think he was like a quarter mile from his property out there which he goes to every year and yeah so it was like a, a winter thing uh it must have been i'm, I'm not going to speculate i'm not going to assume so yeah yeah but um get better man get better fast right so to end the the entertainment to end the comics we can go ahead and cue the music up now because historic historic journalist from the 20th century 20 into the 21st century uh, miss barbara walters dead at 93 yes. i mean you know old age you know but 90 but, plus but mark and sean like like how many of those big interviews did we see in this our, from our childhood walters. this is, barbara this is walters. 2020 right how many interviews she's a pioneer bro she's a pioneer oh. for all women to uh, be on that platform it's like literally when you see like the she way came in does... like your she came in like a sweet old like your sweet old grandma yeah making a making a uh, freaking apple pie sitting on the windowsill but she went hard in those questions bro. straight news anchor bro and what? in a man's world at that time am i mistaken right. wasn't she the one that came on after tgif or whatever on fridays or did they come on on saturdays at 2020 that's where i remember her the most honestly 
Right. That, yeah, like, yeah, it was like right. a 60 Minutes type show, the yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I'm not too sure, but I mean, like, just what, what, like, what I remember Barbara Walters is my parents watching key interviews with political figures, with mm-hmm. celebrities who were in the limelight for positive or negative reasons. She had and, that voice, man. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so long to her. Um, that kind of ends the, the comic books and the entertainment side, but it doesn't end the music because we're going to start the sports part of this podcast by saying goodbye to Ken Block, uh, dead at the age of 55. He was a snowmobile accident, and Mark, you have the most uh, knowledge about this man. Oh, um, yeah. Go, so go ahead and give kind of your – you know. Ken Block, 55 years old, and this guy, he did pass away from a snowmobile accident. Um, I mean just – he, he just a j- adrenaline junkie, right? He's just one of those right. Pastrana guys. You obviously saw he's the guy that, you know, has all these crazy cars with this all-wheel drive and these rally cars. And he built that Ford, old-school Ford Mustang. And mm-hmm. he's, like, got that, like, special, what, like, yeah, e-brake, like, right next to him. And he just drifts. He has those famous Jim Connor videos where he's just doing all these stunts and things that you've really never even seen before by driver. Just the car control that guy has and just, you know pretty amazing dude obviously a co-founder of dc shoes 55 years old i did not realize he was that old actually i thought he was probably like in his late 40s maybe mid 40s because you know the guy just still out there ripping it and you know you live by the gun you die by the gun you live by the adrenaline you could possibly be you know die by it but you know i'm not going to speculate what he was doing but you know if he I mean, if he was doing some type of crazy stuff on a snowmobile, which is the type of dude that I don't think he'd be going light on one. But, you know, with kids and everything, maybe he, you know, hopefully he was trying to be smarter. I don't know the whole ins and outs of exactly how it happened. But Ken Block, man, just a famous, famous uh, motorsports guy, just a. really tied in with ford you guys know i'm really tied in and tuned in with ford as well and just uh ford has been sponsoring him and he's been helping him design stuff and he's just been a real big part of their company and the poor guy perished uh two days ago i believe so uh right and then i think hours well it it said hours but i'm not sure how i want to say a day before he passed he tweeted um like the final youtube video with him and his daughter like they took mm-hmm. like, like they took apart this Audi, right? And they Terrible, put it back together right? or whatever. It was like a whole big project, right? It was like a three or four video thing, a project with his daughter. That's just sad, man. Because she's like a teenager, right? Or early 20s? 19, I think. Yeah. Just Much freaking sad. Man. Live, man. Yeah. So rest in peace, Barbara Walters. Rest in peace, Mr. Ken Block. And uh, rest in peace. The music has to keep going. Uh, I mean, not a lot of people – uh might remember but uh one of the uh, f- uh members of three six mafia you guys oh, yeah. remember that yeah. band back in the day mm-hmm. yeah. gangsta boo 43 dies um yeah. I, there's ongoing investigation but i think she died like on her doorstep or her, found her, at... mom, her mom or her mom's or grandma's doorstep yeah yes weird um looks like it could be something bad but um Right. I don't know, man. If you guys are kind of kind already, of threes, you guys <laughs> rolled with Three Six Mafia and kind of grew three up on them, it's just a, 
Just, yeah, a obvious... my, just a little slob of my knob, you know, just something. Yeah, corn on the cap. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that kind of stinks. So, so a lot like, of RIPs. Right, man. I know, right? So I wanted to cut the music, right? I wanted to cut the music and lead into another music because we haven't done this in a while, but your boy's got to go to the bathroom. There Live on is. this episode right now. So we'll be back with episode 172 of the Comic Bookies podcast. We're going to clock you, Mike. We're going to clock you gonna right clock now. We're going to clock me. Don't clock me right now. Don't clock yeah, me. I, I'm using um, it too. <laughs> but before we go, go ahead and let, let's give a shout out to Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Um, the, our generous sponsor, uh, Alex, is open Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Find us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and and Facebook. Uh, just search Comic Bookies. And also email us, thecomicbookies at gmail.com, whenever you want. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for the support so far. Um, we'll be back. BRB. Stay tuned. You're giving me wind and rain. You're some kind of butterfly. Baby, you get me feel tied up. You whip up my appetite. Don't leave me high and dry. Oh. And let's get back to 172 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Back from our PP break. Um, Sean Mark, Ken Block, Dead at 55, that starts the sports uh, section of the podcast. So sorry to hear about that and all the previous people that we've talked about. Going into – I mean the news just doesn't get any better. Continuing continuing the podcast, continuing yeah. the, the, the news stories, NFL Week 17, I thought the number one thing that we were going to talk about was the, in my opinion, top 10 game of the year easily between the san francisco 49ers and the las vegas raiders like you know i i'm pissed that we lost right it's like one of those things where it's like a a silver lining to a year that's been very up and down for the raiders you know all those it's like the fifth time now this year that we've had a double digit lead in the second half and we've blown it and lost right but like obviously like we played so much better than was expected against arguably the best team in the league especially the best defense, right? Like all those stats were just thrown out the window, right? No one had scored points on the Niners in the first two drives of the game. Only one quarterback had thrown three touchdowns against the 49ers this year before Stidham, and that was Patrick Mahomes. Pretty, pretty good. Like all those ones, right? <laughs> so I thought we were going to talk about that. But last night, we have never seen that before on a football field. We saw um, Mark. You mentioned his last name, the guy who uh, the Shazier. Like we witnessed that five, six, seven years ago, right? Mm -hmm. He ended up being okay, walking and everything again, but never played again. You know, if you're watching right now, you see the background of Mark's um, his screen, Demar Hamlin. Holy shit! Um, Hoping that the kid pulls through. Everyone, everyone who's listening to this podcast, everyone who's watching this podcast definitely saw that play last night. I saw people on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, who I don't even think had ever watched an NFL game in the last five years say like, you know, prayers for DeMar Hamlin. Like, oh, my God, hopefully he pulls through. Like this was not just a sports thing last night. This was a human guy almost freaking died on the field. And then, you know, it's it's now Tuesday. It's 24 hours since this has happened, and it was confirmed he, he had a cardiac arrest on the field. And he's Emergency still for his CPR. Life too. Uh, they used a defibrillator on him on the field. 
Like it was so crazy because at the same time you texted us, Sean, like, like this is sad stuff. What the hell? I don't know. Oh, sad stuff. I thought, you know what? I instantly, I thought sad stuff. I thought you were either mentioned, you were referring to my previous text that I was sending, or you were saying something about maybe Joe Burrow wasn't doing good enough for you for fantasy. <laughs> For your free championship. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But at the same time, I knew something was wrong because my brother texted me and Mark saying that, hey, did you guys see the guy who collapsed on the field? It's like, ah, shit. So I turned the TV. Of course, I got the DVR on, so I rewind it, and then I bring Danielle in him, and that was that was hella scary. That was that reminded me of something like that. Always reminds me of that that old soccer game, that Angel of Death, where the guy does the flip and does like the Bernie Lean kind of thing before he just dies hella scary yeah so obviously the impact of t higgins going into him as he rolls and makes the tackle i'm guessing i we, we don't have confirmed but i'm guessing it that um <clears throat> it's two words c and Comotio, c clotis or something Portis like that. or whatever yeah um like an instant heart attack 24 years old like holy shit yeah dude yeah, you know what? We were talking about earlier in the day. I was looking forward to the one of the games of the year, uh, fantasy right. football championship. Joe Burrow had that opening drive, and I'm just cooking. I'm like, dude, this is going good. I've seen some soccer games, the Euro Cup that Christian Eriksen suffered his cardiac arrest. Mm, mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. I mean, I remember seeing that, yeah. that, and it's like, wow, like that happened in a sports game. But what happened yesterday was just a crossing route from T. Higgins, who just took that step, drove upfield, and DeMar Hamlin actually made just a tackle. He did what he was supposed right. to do, taking like a shot abs- to the like chest. He absorbed it and kind of just <clears throat> kind of fell, right? Yeah. He kind of trolled his body, and he fell. Fell, picked himself up, established himself, and it went down like a tree. And it was like the scariest thing I've ever seen because I, I, I've seen when people, you know, you've seen that. In some ways, like, you know, the soccer game, but the way he fell, you never seen that. Right. Especially in an NFL game. Right. And I'm not trying to make uh, make a joke about this because this is very, very serious. I at my age now, I'm 11 years older than DeMar Hamlin. And there are times where right now I'm not in the best of shape as compared to what I usually am. There are some times where I'm playing with the kids and I'm done playing with my kids and I have chest pains. Yeah. And it scares the ever living piss out of me to have those type of chest pains. I was like, like I'm scared. Like I don't know if he had kids. I don't know if he had kids or a wife or whatever. But like, was that just like just cramps from like you know how like you know your lungs start to burn, chest, it hurts whatever, you. whatever. But like anything chest related at our age, bro. We already know what we're thinking. It's what the one thing Holy you don't shit. want it to be, bro. And this, this guy, a prime athlete, 24 years old. I mean, he has, she hasn't even technically reached his peak, which is 25, well, of 27. So. so you're just thinking like this kid, again, just, he absorbed a hit. And I was actually talking to a couple of the guys and one of the wives, her doctor friend actually brought that up before it was actually even ever announced on Twitter I think he suffered from commotio, you know, whatever the Cordis term whatever, was. Yeah. And then, sure enough, that's what you know, you're thinking it is. But when Mike said he's still fighting for his life here, he might be breathing on his own. But I think they said that his heart completely stopped. They actually had to resuscitate him like twice on the field. Like again, these are just things that like, people are tweeting and stuff. But it's like right. who knows what the significance of what the damage is going to be when he actually right. wakes up. 
most guys who tear their ACL or get like that neck injury, but mm-hmm. they get carted off or whatever, and they give the thumbs up or whatever. Usually the 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 players are like you know patting them on the back like hey it's all good man like blah blah blah. But that many guys crying crying, man. crying on the field. Man. It hit different, bro. He, bro. bro, he, he freaking died on that field for a second. I it's he did. Oh. Did bro, scary, man. It's just like, Mark. What it, was your what was your reaction when you um, first saw it? I actually, to tell you the truth, if I know you guys might have seen it, especially you, Mike, uh, are one of the close friends of the show, Seth Everett. He actually came out with a podcast a couple hours ago from our recording us this on Tuesday night, January third, twenty twenty three, oh. and his podcast was about this same incident. He was able to kind of put something together kind of quick. He said he was going to actually do a podcast on the NFL and the YouTube deal, but he said with this happening that he couldn't do it. So he got this guy, David Moulton, which is a broadcaster for the Florida Sports Network, and he's like a spotter slash statistician for Troy Aikman on Monday Night Football. And he was just kind of giving like his, uh, you know, perspective on it and whatnot, you know, kind of saying how, you know, the NFL with the Tua situation earlier in the year and this, you know, it's kind of like one of the grimmest years for whatever for NFL, right? And a lot of sports, really. It's just, um, I mean, that's true. Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. Like compiled that, on with the, with the whole like Tua getting three, three times that they know of. Yeah, and it's just you know, so so my perspective, he's you know from what I saw, I mean this guy David Moulton, he said that they were like like giving him CPR for like eight uh eight eight minutes, I eight think. Eight nine minutes. It was yeah. at least eight minutes. You know, totally. You know, you heard it a lot. The broadcasting, they did a real good job of not relaying information that they didn't know, that they weren't aware of, not giving false information to you know millions of viewers watching Monday Night Football. But it's just like from my perspective, too, it's just kind of, kind of like how you guys said you guys I saw the text coming in from you guys. And I was just like, oh, man, seems kind of bad, you know, and it's just uh, I didn't realize how bad it was until I I turned on the TV probably when it would have been maybe the second quarter or halftime, I think. And I was like, wait, they're not even playing the game. And it's just Scott Van Pelt talking and Aikman. And I was like, holy crap, this is serious. Right. And just, man, just to completely stop a game. Um, I think it was obviously the right decision by both players and coaches <laughs> and everybody involved cannot play with a guy right. that cannot breathe, a brother that cannot breathe. You cannot play. And just Mike, you got something to say? It's just I, I mean, uh, the, and then they also said today or yesterday, yesterday night that they said that the players that it, it wasn't Goodell. It wasn't the the NFL commissioner's office that that postponed the game. It was the, the players. players contacting the NFLPA said that we're not playing tonight. We're not playing. That was the best thing. You know what? They actually brought it was that the up best on thing. It was today. the best thing for them, but it was the worst thing for the NFL and for the, Roger. The NFL. The NFL. If the game, if the players said, "Let's play," oh, please play, please play, because at the end of the day, that's what the NFL does. Oh yeah, of course. And that's what the how NFL much, does. How the much best, more ad? How much more ad revenue? How much more? Oh, the best oh, course, thing Vegas, was gambling. the freaking the product to finally stand up and just say honestly, fuck you. Sorry for my yeah. language, but straight up, because the thing is like we aren't cattle, and what happened yesterday, bro? It can't happen. Tua, that can't happen, bro. Like it's true. That's just our entertainment, bro. <laughs> but it's just like, dude, these guys are like. How many more Andrew Lux are we gonna have this off season? It sucks. Is what bro. I want to know. 
how many like how many guys how many um uh, uh young sorry, healthy uh, Orland, Orland, Orland. Orland. how many more guys are just me like you know what who um, uh, the guy the, from the 49ers who 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 retired like one after year one, and the guy was a stud. Year. Oh, was, Glenn Coffee. Glenn Coffee. I mean, Pastor Coffee. But the reality <laughs> I mean, is, man, all these guys, bro, they're retiring for whatever really, the reason like, is. Just but... through their rookie contract, they're about to sign something big, or they did, and then they're like, dude, fuck this. Dude, what I'm... hurts, bro, is it wasn't a bad play either. No. I think that's what was hitting me actually like the first couple that's minutes. Probably, like, bro, but that's what's that's what scares NFL players. That's what scared me, bro. Honestly. Everything went right on that play. T. Higgins fought for a couple extra yards. Hamlin brought him down. It's like, damn, that was a good play on both sides. Right. And like something terrible happened on the right play. Dude, and then who was it? Number 20, their backup running back was just like pointing at him like, oh, my God, like frantically oh, on the yeah. on Cincinnati. Oh, I just, sometimes it's even hard to talk about, to be honest, bro. It's just like, yeah. And then, oh, man. We're just fans, bro, and it's just like we watch football our whole lives, and it's like sometimes you feel almost like you're a part of this freaking fraternity. It's a, like it's a freak right? accident. It's a freak accident, you know. Oh, 100 percent. But like that was the cherry on top. Like the guy died on the field, basically. Like I, we've no one's ever seen that. No one's ever seen that. No Not one can. Field. No one can convince me otherwise that he didn't die on the field for at least a few seconds when they have to do emergency CPR and they have to bring out an AED and use it on him on the field. Last I guys, seen, he's guys are con- hard around praying, crying like, yeah. dude, freaking. He's dude at was 50% on de- oxygen right now. I think 50% oxygen right now. So he's. I know the last I seen, I think it was like his mark. I think uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Matthew Berry posted it. That the guy who right. works directly with Demar said I think he's on like 50% oxygen, which is better because they were actually literally giving him 100% of the oxygen he was taking, but he's okay. still you know fully asleep and. Just again, how's it going to be when he wakes up, bro? I mean, I've right. talked to some family nurses that we have, and it's like the, the drip brain damage. You don't know, man. Yeah. That's yeah, uh, the, the brain not getting air for so many minutes and whatnot. Just it kind of it, it kind of makes you think about the um, that Will Smith movie. Concussion. Concussion. I thought about that, I, I thought about within minutes of it. Kind, like kind of makes you think about all the the stuff that they talk about and how Larry Fitzgerald's fighting for you know or. Larry Fitzgerald or Anquan Bolden or whoever's fighting for, you know, healthcare after we retire and 100%. just the, the help that we need. And, um, you know, this piece of shit league that we just Love. fawn over and like, oh, freaking gobble their nutsack that claims to be a nonprofit organization so they don't pay, pay any taxes. They charge the goddamn military to put ads on their football games. Breast cancer. They charge them all, bro. They I charge just... them to put the fucking ads on there. Jeez. And then you do want... they? Yes. Bro, it, it's a they court They charge company, them to bro. do that. It's bad, bro. It's bad if you hear this shit that it's real bad. You know, Damon Bruce uses the analogy and it's true. This is kind of pisses me off. Like it. Ugh. It's the analogy. Like if like if you were like if you were, you know, I'm insane. I'm insane because I because I'm going to watch week 18. Oh, yeah, that's that. That's I'm freaking it. insane. I'm stupid. We all are fucking stupid because I should because I should not. I, I should not. Right. Because I've been are. watching this shit. And you got to talk about it for comic bookies. One seventy three. I think at the end of the day, bro, they're no, like that. No, I don't have to. I can talk about anything else. I can talk about I can talk about uh I can talk about college football playoffs. I can talk about the EPL is back. I we can talk about the NBA and the NHL every week. We don't have to talk about the NFL every week. 
just sucks at the end of the day. If we, if we want to be those social justice warriors, right? Uh, can never be against like our teams. Like that's like the thin line. It's just like, it sucks, it's, man. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. Cause it's like, I love my Niners. You love your Raiders. Sean, I love those teams, but it's like, Sean, what, what, what would happen if you were a part of the Barstool Sports Network and you're on this podcast saying like, I couldn't do this. You know how you would get crucified? It's so crazy how when you really think about it, if you were if 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 this podcast was big time and we were talking about this and that and then we go into this whole thing like, oh, hey, all right. So week 17. Hey, what you guys like about the, uh, you know, Sunday Raiders Niners? Let's talk about week 18. Let's look at these odds for Super Bowl winners. Oh, my God. We'd get freaking crucified in the comments. If you have to go over and if you have to go on their script. Holy then shit. A problem. Yeah, that's just true, bro. I mean, thank God we're on our platform because then we can actually have a heart. We can have some feelings. We can have some just. But what I'm saying know. is, is that people would people will tell us. And maybe even big corporations like who we work, who we would work for would tell us that, you know what? Today, this week, we're not talking about sports. We're, we're, we're praying for Damar Hamlin. Yeah, and that's... episode 172 is. We're definitely not done. saying F the NFL, I guess, if we're. Working for right. barstool sports. Well, that's true because we're still, yeah, exactly. But but you know, you get what I'm saying. If we're working for some big entity, oh, right? No doubt, bro. It's so, reality. And I it's mean, the money maker. It's the NFL. That's the thing, dude. That's, NFL. That's what, what it, is. it is, bro. Like we love the sport. We love when we see the players we support compete in the sport they just happen to be great at. There's, there's too much into it. There's too much attached to it. Mark and, and John. And that's there's fine, too much. Though. There's there's gambling. There's fancy football. There's that's too much. The problem we, is we can't get away from it. We can't. We yeah. can't be. For us three, like uh, podcast aside, we we can't be all high and mighty uh, about this because there's there's too much attached to it. Thank God that this is my last year in fantasy football where I can just kind of stay attached. But oh man, I think if you I, were to talk to DeMar, I've been in it for thirty years. I can't I I can't not watch the Raiders next year. Because of what happened on yesterday. And I think if I you talk to DeMar, though, bro, do you think DeMar? Because even DeMar, if you talk to DeMar, like, and, you know, God forbid, hopefully he recovers 100% and he can live a freaking normal life. But let's just say you talk to him and are you going to play football again? Maybe he doesn't play football again. But do you think he's going to stop watching football? No. He's probably not going to stop watching football because nothing, nothing wrong happened on that play. Just the freak accident happened. Right. And that's what sucks. You know, that, that that's the worst thing that sucks. But then it's just this fucking corporation that handles it the way that they handle it. What are we going to do? When are we going to reschedule this game? It's like, that's what we're worried about here? Dude, you yeah. knew that's, that everyone knows damn well that's why it took so long, the whole right. postponement. You're trying to figure out how are we going to freaking figure this out? Maybe we can still play the game tonight. It's like, bro, this is a human right. being, dude. Like, Mark, you said, like, oh, here comes uh, uh, football coming to America. No way. No way. The only way that soccer would be more important to America than the NFL is if the NFL went bankrupt and the NFL didn't, didn't play. <laughs> Nothing will ever be bigger than NFL. Nothing will Nothing ever, be, will bigger ever be bigger than the NFL. Ever, ever, Nothing. ever, ever. It's not an argument. It's not an argument. It'll never be bigger than NFL. And Nothing. Hope, and sometimes I hope against it. Sometimes I wish that a Sharks-Stars game get as many viewers oh, as a Cowboys Eagles game. Sometimes I wish that a Warriors Lakers game would get as many viewers as Packers Vikings this weekend or whoever Packers and Lions this Packers, weekend. Lions Sunday night happen. 
playing not gonna game. happen. It they won't. get flexed for a reason because they know that they're going to get tens of millions of viewers and hundreds of millions of dollars to show this. At the end of the day, they don't give two rat shits Come on now. about been, these players. I guess you guys have been ragging on the NFL for a bit here, but I don't know how much in depth they go into providing, um, um, you know, the, um, sorry, the medical team. At these stadiums and whatnot, right. because that's Praise one. Th- if they, if Praise they do, them, bro. if they do, if the NFL is, or if the, I don't know if that's more pay core stadium there in Cincinnati that puts their medical team and that's something that they, you know, Buffalo kind of was on together, there too. Or if the NFL really has a hand in that, the NFL has a hand in that, and I can say uh, praise them a little bit for that. If they don't, I don't care who I have to praise. I just have to praise the people that were there. First responders. People that right. helped. The first yeah, responders. It was it, to the it, hospital. And it, just, was Bangle, it, it was Bengals and, and people from um, uh, oh, yeah, of course. Buffalo Bills. and people from the Bengals as well helping out. Amazing. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I think those yeah. people need to get applauded. Uh, right. Those are, those are, you know, the heroes. Those are, those heroes. are those superheroes of that night because – if they wouldn't have reacted, and that's another guy that this guy, David Moulton, from that podcast, Everett, was talking about. He said that he was noticing because there, I think he said that there were certain parts that they weren't showing on camera. But he said, like, these people were, like, resuscitating and giving him CPR so hard that they had to, like, keep on switching each other off because they were getting tired as hell. They didn't show any of that. So, um, they they either were on commercial or they were, uh, you know, the camera view, like, way back there. Yeah. Or – they had uh, teams huddled around trainers, PC. water guys. They were like kind of huddled around and like standing up and kind of facing outward, kind of like this. And the privacy thing is almost like the Christian Erickson thing. Literally, the soccer players on the team surrounded him because it's just, right. bro, you don't want that on live TV, bro. Like that's. Yeah. yeah. So, People sweating, giving CPR. I mean, I mean, it's crazy. All right, man. So let's feed into it. Um, you know. Hopefully Demar Hamlin gets better, hundred percent, hundred percent back to to health. Hopefully, he, he, you know he's gonna make a decision on what, whether he plays or not. But you know, let's just at least hope that he can get back to hundred percent, just normal health for his for himself and his family. But week seventeen, uh, going into eighteen of the NFL, um, Sean, man, good job to your to your forty ers It was a hell of a game. Some turnovers back and we forth. We needed that, man. We needed that. Finally I got mean, a close game for Purdy. I mean, you guys I mean, showed out too. Jesus Christ! It was a. I mean, come on now. Two. I, we've always we've we've been saying it for the past two three seasons. The best goddamn defensive linemen were on the same field th- that Sunday. And they showed out, bro. Bosa, I love I love it when Mad you Max, see bro. it. I love when you can see it without oh. seeing the stats. See the pressures. See, oh, of course. You know, I'll be honest. See that game-winning play from Bosa pushing the offensive pushing lineman. the offensive lineman into him to then throw the pick. Amazing. Bosa had zero fantasy points, but he, it's true. He may have been next to Max Crosby, the number one in one A, one B most effective defensive player on the damn field. And Crosby was making Purdy run like a damn chicken with his head cut off. And it was the game, bro. It was the game. I think I was happy the game ended that way. Like obviously winning, but just in general, like what you just said, bro. I'm actually mad we lost because you're like, damn, that was a good game. <laughs> that was a fun game. Right. That went along with all the call it with the two college semifinal games. Right. <laughs> Those were entertaining. You know bro. what? 37, 34. Would you have really expected? 
hold on. Going into this game with the Niners defense, oh, Jared no. Stidham starting 37-34 in overtime. I expected, I expected you got us to win two-score games straight up. And I knew you guys would be able to sucker punch us because I know there's just no film on Stenum for us. Like, let's under We're going to kick this guy's ass, probably a little underestimated. Right. But you know what? what? I heard, and I think it was the truest thing, like, this guy probably knows the system better than Carr. He's been with McDaniels for like three years already in New England. This right. guy has the intangibles to be a damn good quarterback. And you see those play actions. They were strategically running away from Bosa. You have Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs who are top three, top five at their position. The offensive line kept them clean. So it's just like, bro, with the exception of, of course, a couple of interceptions, you threw for over 300 yards on 900 defense. They stretched the, the field on us. The I mean, pocket presence and the mobility was way better than Carr. And, and, say it and, again. Say and it, it again. And it rivaled Mr. Purdy on the other side. I was like, dude, these two guys, oh, man. That was a perfect modern-day quarterback. I don't need I, you to be I would take. I would take Vick. I'll take both of them for the next two, three, four, five years in Bridge both teams. Bridge quarterback. Do not waste the first-round pick on a quarterback. Like, uh We'll draft one in the second or third round, bro. Stim can be your quarterback next year, maybe two years, bro. They're the perfect bridge quarterbacks. I'm right. telling you, bro. These guys are hella young. Their intangibles are through the roof, bro. Right. Because if you go and get a quarterback for the Raiders, I mean, this is going off topic here, but that doesn't stop you from giving up 40 points a game with the defense. So, anyways. Um, Fun game so, for sure. Yeah, it, it, definitely. It's a um, Niners. Definitely. I think, I mean, the Raiders don't have much of a home field advantage because they're not in Oakland anymore. There's not a huge, huge, you know, um, fan base in Vegas. Uh, our boy Smiley was there at the game, but I don't. Niners but, travel though. But the, yeah, but the, I had, the I Niners, had some family besides there. probably, besides maybe what? Pittsburgh and Dallas. They're Pittsburgh, probably the Niners, most traveled. Dallas, Raiders. Bay. Green Bay, but yeah, a the couple of the franchise. I, I think the classic franchises who were winning during the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they're the ones who travel the most, bro. <laughs> they got more frequent flyer miles or what? You know what, Mark? I don't even know if they had that program. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Southwest had a program with frequent flyer miles until the mid 90s. But, anyways, but, um, they the have weeks. a program that leave you at the airport stranded all holiday weekend. That's a program. But anyway, so let me throw out. So let me throw out to you guys. Bet MGM <laughs> has. Uh, I'm sorry, no, no. Um, Caesar Sportsbook has. I have the top ten odds to win the Super Bowl. My friends, here we go. So top two is in the AFC. Of course, top it two. Is. Kansas Chiefs City plus and, Chiefs and Bengals or Chiefs and Bills. Plus 375 for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo Bills plus 400. You can get a very nice price. The number one team in the NFC. Niners. San Francisco 49ers at a plus 500. That's plus 500 to win the Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles plus 550. Can you guys guess team number five? Team number five, uh, I just forgot Bengals. Plus 800, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. They're, they're Dallas Cowboys, we get into the plus 1,000. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is this Sleeper is the Tom team. Brady effect, just like uh, the them. AR effect with Green Bay. I, Tampa I, Bay I, at plus twenty five hundred. We have LAC, LA Chargers at plus twenty five hundred, Minnesota at plus twenty eight hundred, and Green Bay at plus thirty five hundred to run out of the top ten. They got to get in first. What about Detroit? <laughs> Steelers is at like a plus. 6,000 or whatever because they're like, you know, Outside the last chance. team, like barely, you know, they have to have all this to get in. 
their odds, I think both of those teams, I saw that the stat, like both of their teams, like on week eight or nine, their chances of like making the playoffs were like 0.1 and like 0.4 respectively or something like that. And now they're both going to got flexed into a Sunday night game for a chance to go to the playoffs, yeah, which is crazy. pretty remarkable. Good for and the Lions, NFC, And their NFC North foes, Lions have been playing good, you know, just uh, I just – no, I see Sean lately, dude, and he's got that smile, man, that the one from year to year that will eat that banana sideways, man, because he's <laughs> liking. I think Sean's kind of liking what That's he's racist. seeing. I think he's kind of liking what he's seeing out of uh, the Philadelphia Eagles lately, man. They're kind of they're kind of not playing their best football at a time of the season when you should be no, playing. Jalen Hurts is a simple solution to that. Right? I mean, Minshew, I mean, I, Minshew's manageable, right? But he hasn't been running that offense all season and whatnot. And I Come think, on, bro. I mean, but, but, but Jalen Hurts <laughs> no, is bro, coming, but, but is coming back, right? Uh, he's going to come back. Hey, bro, it's like the worst thing, too, because the Giants already announced they can't get any higher or lower in the seating. They're going to freaking bench their starters like some freaking jackasses Who? against the, the Giants, against the Eagles, uh, which means the Niners. Which not means if, the they, if they win, then they're the number one seed. And Niners get the two seed. <sighs> Clowns. But is Jalen going to play? You play the Giants, right? You play the Giants in the number one No. Game? If we get the two seed, we are going to play the either last seed. Seahawks. Detroit or Green, or Green Bay. Bay, which oh. well, you hope it's Green Bay because you guys, I know, <laughs> you guys win by an average of thirty points every freaking playoff game against even without guys. scoring an offensive point or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that oh, game that was, was wild. Right. But there's a lot that of fun was... games, man. I mean, yeah, I know we talked about them. I think the one that I think Chiefs and Raiders. Get... I mean, the Raiders can spoil the Chiefs' number one seed hopes. Hopeful is right. So who? I mean, the Raiders and Chiefs. The, the Raiders can. So how do you feel about the... that though? So there we go. Bengals still have a chance at the two seed, and I'm now. You know what? You okay. have to think about this. So, so have, you have ha, to ha, think ha, about this. To this at this time at 11 p.m. on the third, have they not come so up they, to? So they've already said they've already said what I said earlier. Week. They will not play this week. The only thing possible is possibly doing a compact week 19 first week of the playoffs if they have a bye week. But it's like it, you don't. At the end of the day, sorry, I, I'm gonna be that. I'm not the Shit. asshole. God knows the guy. I'm not the asshole, but it's like I'm the owner or the freaking coach. I still gotta think of the playoffs, and I'm not gonna freaking put my team at risk right. of compacting games near the playoffs that do matter. That's the thing. These do yeah. matter. Right. Like NFL. I, ha- NFL I actually thought they were gonna play today. I, for some reason, I thought that once he was like half has, like, last night, bro, so, somewhat breathing, yeah. or he was like somewhat like he's definitely not gonna die. I thought they were he gonna play, play today. But Buffalo even flew back to Buffalo, bro. That most and, players and, and, and that's last the evidence. Night. And that's the evidence. I was like, oh shit. NFL like, has NFL hasn't canceled the game in 87 years. It's tough because the thing is, is like it's been 84 years. Titanic seedings, seedings matter, bro. Shout I mean, out to Titanic. James Cameron. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting, but I mean, yeah, more important stuff to see. You know, it's truly freaking the uh, Jaguars chance to get into the playoffs versus yes. Tennessee. That's gonna be a fun. Dude, you love those games. Winning, you're in. It's me versus you, bro. One of us is getting in. Did any of us pick the Jacksonville Jaguars to win the division? Mark, I believe, did. To win the division or to make the playoffs? I think he may pick – I mean, I know Mark had him in the playoffs. Division. 
we were on Indy and Tennessee, right? I was in. I really think Mark may have picked. Oh yeah, maybe. Ten, no, I don't think I picked Jags then. I think I might have picked Tennessee. You probably picked them for no, playoffs. No, I think, I think you two were in the I was Tennessee. Or I picked. I think Indy. I, thought, I took Tennessee. Yeah, you may took Tennessee. I took Indy. It was one of us, I and mean, it was one vice versa. I know I liked Indy earlier this year, though. What a fall from grace, Tennessee's been. Holy shit, dude! They, yeah. It's like they, it's like they knew though. They fired their GM or whatever it was, and like they've lost every game since. It's like, bro, you were still first in the damn division, and you have not won a game since. Bro, they were like nine I, and two, nine and three against the spread too. Like and and like the it, like the record match too. Like holy and shit. And Tannehill had the ankle I've surgery, and I'm just kind of like, dude, uh, like is this like fixed? Like I don't I don't know, bro. It's, it's kind of right. weird stuff going on in Tennessee. You so, guys. Uh, met- you guys mentioned those win in your in games. It just uh, brings to mind that instant classic last year in that Raiders and that Chargers game in Ooh. Las Vegas. <laughs> legendary. Legendary. Hell yeah. That was a good yeah. one, too. Sorry. Yeah, so it was the next week in Cincinnati where we were fucked by a whistle. Or, I'm sorry, oh, a non whistle. There it is. There it <clears> is. Yeah. That was sorry. unbelievable. Right. Sorry. Double who, who whistle. Went, who, who went to the Super Bowl that year? Oh, yeah, that's right. Cincinnati. Okay. Um. Anyways, moving there on. We stay getting screwed. <laughs> What's so that? damn annoying. Shut up, Sean. Bro, it's it's so it's actually laughable. Like, Not you guys. How, like how, how bad the NFL is because the NFL is so obvious. You know. <laughs> They're so obvious with us like, dude, he just whistled and he scored a touchdown. Nah, it's okay this time. Mark, oh, can I ask you a question? <laughs> what what made who who made you what made you a Raider fan? Is it was just like a five one oh loyalty thing or like me? What, what what brought you into the pain and misery? Yeah. Me? Yes, you. It sure as hell wasn't my dad and my family like you. It was just when I was in high school, they were like balling, and I was like 20 Rich minutes like down from the stadium. That's true. Rich like Ann. So I was just Rich like, like <laughs> got into them like what? Like, I wasn't really into football. I mean, I was into football, but I mean, I don't know. I wasn't really into like having right a diehard team like that so until you had a I was chance. older. Hey, that team was hella hard, though, bro. Shooting, y'all had Rice and Tim Brown. I'm like, these oldies. Garner. Isn't it, Charlie? Garner, Tyrone Wheatley, John Richie. Jer- oh, Jerry Porter, though. He was actually one of my favorite Holy receivers. Holy Kaufman. Boy, don't get well, started, was, bro. Pastor Kauf, bro. Wait, who else? Didn't uh, we Zach, have Romanowski? Zach Crockett? Come on, now. Croc dog. You need three yards? Yeah. Tell him, Mark. Tell him, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Or tell him, Mike. Tell him, Mike. How many yards do you need for Zach Crockett? You need three yards? <laughs> Two I'll yards. Get you three yards. If you need four yards, I'll get you three, three yards. Three yards. <laughs> what did he say? Zach Crockett. He said that. Dog. He say said it that. Again? If he goes, if you need three yards, I'll get you three yards. You need four yards, I'll get, get you three, three yards. yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took, Bro, baby. Best line That's ever. That's all it took. <laughs> Oh, I'll never forget that. I'll be on my deathbed. I won't even remember my daughter's name. I'll be like, what does Zach Crockett say in 2001? <laughs> if you need three yards, I'll get you three yards. If you need four yards, I'll get you three yards. <laughs> Hell yeah, motherfucker. Oh, oh man. Shit, that's hell of a All right, so week 18, plenty to watch, plenty to get into, plenty to yes, root yes. for. Sean, good luck uh, whenever they play that game in your fantasy football championship. Oh. I need to pay my brother out $425. For his fantasy football championship, uh, League of Mediocre Douchebags is done. I am done with fantasy football. Thank the Lord. How fitting is it that Abiella takes the final trophy? Abiella took the first year, too. I took the first year. My brother takes the last year. So congrats to my brother. It ain't me. It's one of them. Your brother brother held it down. It's been an amazing – it's not a eulogy, but I'll go for it. Uh, It's been an uh, amazing run since the early 2000s. 
when Sean would come over to my my uncle's house in in Newark and like straight up draft like on paper. And oh, then we would cool. go and my uncle would import the players then on sandbox.com. He'd import all of the like oh catches this much points. Yards is this many. Rushing yard, you know, rushing yard, blah blah blah. All that. Come a long way, Mike. It's, yep, come a long way and uh I can't wait to have j- just the Raiders losing be the only reason why my Sunday is ruined. Not fantasy, not gambling, not nothing. You know what? Maybe I gamble some maybe marking talk me into some gambling next year. Man, hopefully, if California ho- ho- would pass. Hopefully by that that time, California passes the oh, I'm screwed then. Bovada, Bovada yeah, right. you do it from the confines of your own home. That's very true. All right, so college football. Let's talk a little bit of the two games and then the one game going into if we record next Monday, we will talk about a crowned national champion for college football. Screw Ohio State's kicker. Let's just put it that way. Oh, Sean, that was amazing. Scary cat. Sean, that was amazing. Me and you were watching and I was like, (laughs) how amazing. (laughs) You see like 300 pounders break through. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Stoinked it. Did you guys see the side by side? Literally on the East Coast, as the clock hit zero, they missed the kick. Like simultaneously. Yeah, bro. I seen that. It was oh, crazy. Shit of the new it, year. Like, it's it's like, on Twitter, bro. It's crazy. Dude, as the clock hit zero on the East Coast, freaking um Georgia was running on the field. Ah, they had just won it. Literally oh, simultaneously. Shit. Simultaneously. It was crazy. <laughs> oh dang, did not know that. It was crazy, yeah. Mark um, gonna be more right. Like Fiesta how do you know how do you know who to how do you know who to celebrate? You watch the these SEC these East Coast SEC fans and you know Ohio State fans. You're like who what do you watch? The ball drop? Or you watch the kick? You, you got to watch the kick. It's football, right? It's I mean it's football. <laughs> it's SEC football. Right. You know what I'm saying? Football different. Another, yeah, another yeah. year another year saying bullshit with uh, you know uh, sleepy Joe Biden there in office. So got to watch that kick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but did not expect did not expect to see what I saw in the Fiesta Bowl with TCU in Michigan. TCU. I, I, I know I, I know you I, I know you thought that TCU had a uh, fighting chance mark to either cover or to win the game, but man, like Michigan. Did you, did defensive you even, touchdowns they gave up or right oh man did, uh, right they ha- i think you TC, can't handicap you can't handicap you know uh special teams touchdowns uh, two pick sixes uh, i think yeah right? that hold on real quick come on minnesota like two pick sixes let's not even talk about minnesota they and, garbage and, and, a, and a kickoff touchdown oh my minnesota God. michigan no minnesota, minnesota vikings, vikings. look Sorry. at the freaking plus uh, minus just, like just, just like you can't handicap that kind of shit but anyways but Michigan, did you ever feel after the first quarter, quarter and a half that Michigan even had a chance? You never had your car. No. <laughs> you even had your car. But they Almost did they were they did kind of come back. They made it they interesting. They did, bro. Very they like did, but like I, I never had a feeling that Michigan would win. stop TCU's offense. TCU I, I, like I text you, Mark. I thought I said, is that T is that Big Twelve defense gonna strike back? No, it was just their offense that kept striking. That's Sonny Dykes for you. That's what Cal right. used to do with Jared Goff. That's Sonny what kept them in the games. If Cal would have had the same defense that they have these days Cal. with Justin Wilcox, Wilcox that are actually a decent defense, not great by any means, but decent compared to what they had in the Jared right. Goff yeah. years. 
I mean, I'm not saying they would have went to a national championship, but they would have been a lot more decent team with that air raid with the better defense. I mean, as hell it works, bro. I mean, and as you can see now, I mean, the uh, TCU doesn't have the best defense. If they don't, if if, uh, Michigan doesn't give up those like two pick sixes or what have you, they win. Right. So it's. I don't know, man. I don't see Georgia making the same mistakes. It's just. um, And so going into Monday, you have from BetMGM, you have Georgia to minus 450 on the money line and a TCU TCU plus 350. I mean, I don't know what the – I didn't get the juice. I didn't get the money line – or I mean, sorry, the odds for the spread. 13 and a half. I take the points. Georgia's defense is not as good as we think. Tell you right, Georgia's defense is. Uh, I think mm. I, I think it's style. And first off, C.J. Stroud proved he might be the best college quarterback. He was solid. He, he was, was really uh, good. Don't tell oh. me that, Sean. Oh no 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 no. C.J. Stroud, you know, I was talking to a couple because you know it's coming, right? Because you know what, Next he's better year? to me. He's better than oh, Bryce Young God. for NFL to transfer to the NFL. Who'd rather have Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud in the NFL? CJ Stroud at least tries to pass first. Should, Bryce Young's going to run and get his head knocked off. He ain't going to do nothing uh, with Houston. Honestly, I want the Raiders to get Tom Brady in 2002. For one year, you want Tom Brady? <laughs> no, 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 no. I want Tom Brady in 2002 and then oh, for him to play the rest okay, of his okay, career. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I want Peyton I, Manning in 1999, 2000. I, I love what CJ Stroud did, bro. I don't want to like keep starting – Never mind. I'm not. I'm bringing. I need a therapist for this shit. You know our buddy, <laughs> our uh, our Houston Astros buddy, the one who won all that money. What's his name? What's his mattress name? Matt? Yeah, he put a 1.5 on TCU. Money Did line he? or spread? I think spread. Oh, okay. that's not bad. That's not a bad that's bet. Not a bad I bet. Mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, one half million hanging around. At, I mean, yeah. At, at three, it's better than money line. You, you could even pizza money and sprinkle some on the money line. I mean, that's very true. They can score, dude. They've been doubt. They've been doubted all year. That's why I've been liking them. They won wire to wire against Michigan, Texas, and a Oklahoma team, which ain't saying much that this year with Brett Venables taking over a head coach there, coming over from Clemson's defensive coordinator position. But I digress, right? I say, I don't know, man. The points do look enticing, but then again, are they baiting me? It's high for a reason. Um. It's not 14, so it's less than two touchdowns. Let's buy it down to 13. Man, it could be an eight, nine-point game, man. It really so who, could. Do better, who do you think is the better team between Ohio State and TCU if they played each other? Actually, curious. If they played 10 times, I'd say seven or eight out of 10 times Ohio it's, State wins. The Ohio crazy State. thing is, though, I actually think if I, Ohio State would have been able to pull off that win against Georgia, I think the net, this national championship game would have probably been a little bit better because I do 100%. think Georgia is better yeah, than Ohio State. Ohio State and are. I think it's just, you know, those SEC, those SEC teams against a Big 12 team. It's just I've seen this story before. I've seen these Pac-12 teams go and play these SEC teams. Bounds. And it's I mean. It's not in SEC country this year. It is in SoFi Stadium down there in Los Angeles come Monday night. They just play different, bro. They hit different. Over they have the stadium. It's the stadium always open like that. Yes. So it'd be raining. The sides. It's not. So it's open. raining. Right? Isn't like 
like where they have in, the in Dallas, in Dallas it's got that chip no SoFi like Dorito in LA, chip oh, SoFi no SoFi is covered it won't rain so yeah SoFi it's got like that Dorito but they have chip to open on the side does SoFi is covered though no it, it's the covered. sides are open but unless yeah, it it's raining unless it's a hurricane either it's way like strategic, yeah, yeah either way e- either way come on Allegiant Stadium's way better sure. uh, according to Marissa's godfather who went to the Niner Raider game he said Allegiant is it, it's just different it's just like dude. There's a reason why it's in. Vegas. Shout out, shout out, Bill Burr, my favorite comic. He w- just went to the Raiders Patriots game because he's from Boston, Patriots yeah. fan. He said, oh, "I've been to. I, I live in L.A. I've been to SoFi. Allegiant is way better than yeah. SoFi." Yeah, I heard. I heard she's different. I think he said the twenty dollar margaritas. He's like, oh, that kind of sucked. But he's like, no. He said, I can go to a liquor store. Sean, you know us. We can go to a liquor store twenty minutes down the road and find a cheap bottle of liquor and have a good time yeah. at Legion Stadium. Come on now, you know for sure, for sure. Oh man. Uh, so I don't even have to go anywhere down the road in Vegas, man. The, down the whole road, <laughs> there's gonna be some alcohol, boy. There's also gonna be a lot of these right here. <laughs> all right guys who do, who do you guys got this this um uh georgia Monday? georgia georgia unfortunately georgia yeah georgia money line uh, spread. uh georgia both, whatever both. you whatever you want georgia is just georgia i'll go i'll go georgia money line tcu spread yeah i wish tcu I want TCU. tcu taking it all baby all right so, we have oh I, we have all Half and half. And Let all. me be wrong. Let me be wrong, please. <laughs> go to TCU. TCU taking it all. Right? That's true. Sunny Dykes get gets one. I agree. It's hard to okay. win back to back, Kirby. It's hard to win back to back with your 25 year old quarterback. Quarterback. The right. same age as. <laughs> did you see that? They're Older like than Purdy. Josh. Josh. Josh <laughs> Allen. He's like 25 and been in the league for four years. And Stenson Bennett's 25. 25. You know, That's I think I'd be more. They'd be more strict rules, Josh, bro. There's a, what uh, school is it? They got Eden? a 29 year old, bro. They got to be better with these rules, bro. Like a 29 year old. I swear, bro. There's this small school, bro. It's like 28 or 29. I swear, bro. Wow. It's crazy. What we did? a grown man. What we did? Oh, we was like 27 when he got drafted, I think. Yeah. Dang. All right, man. Uh, let's end the podcast with a little bit of EPL talk. Yeah. Manchester United at Trotford against Bournemouth. Top four, baby. Top four, baby. Top four. Let's go. Three zero. Another clean sheet. What's that, Sean? Unbeaten yeah, sixteen straight now from not sixteen or nice is seventeen now. I think sixteen was before yesterday. Right. I think it's seventeen now. Um, you have a, but I mean, it does. It really doesn't matter. I mean, unfortunately, in this day and age in the EPL, unfortunately, you have Manchester City to minus 250. This is coming from VegasInsiders.com. Uh, minus 250 for Man City, a plus 250 for Arsenal, and everybody else is in the thousands for odds. Uh, just looking at games right it's now, I know. No, no, but like, but like, look how many games they played. They've only played 17, 16, 17, 17 games. 18 games, and they already have minus 250, plus 250, and boom, Liverpool at like a plus like thousand or something. It's crazy. Liverpool's off to a slow start, but it's just because other teams are still maintaining those only two, one or two losses. Liverpool just has freaking five losses. That's get those turnovers in the draws. But five losses this early, you only had so 28 they, points. So Man City's going to creep up slowly but surely. And before they hit oh, yeah, like they're gonna catch 30, they're gonna catch 38 them. games or whatever, <laughs> they're about halfway through the season. Almost. Personal. They're not even halfway through the season. 
and it's a minus 250 for Man City. Arsenal already drew today, and City has a game in hand, so they'll be at 39 points after their next win. Five behind. <laughs> Don't worry. The big thing I'm, is United. United has some huge, huge fixtures coming up. I think they actually do have Arsenal coming up, and I think it's either United, uh, Newcastle United, or it might even be City coming up at some point. So, I mean, dude, United's playing. They have um, – you're very, you're very correct, Sean. They have the – Third round of the FA Cup against Everton this month. The quarterfinals for the Carabao Cup against... Jabroni Cup. Who is that? Uh, Carlton. Carlton Carl- Athletic. Oh, wow. Did I, did I play for them in FIFA? Two, division, division two, division three. <laughs> division yeah. two, Jabroni division Cup. three, or whatever. And then uh, to, to round out the month, on the 14th of January, they have at home against Man City and then at Arsenal on the 22nd. So Man City is so the top two teams they play this month. If they can escape well. with... Four points, two well, points, two, two points, games, four points. United's played 18, City's at 16. I would say get, they, I'd say between those two games, I'm sorry, get, get a point. I'd say get a point. A tie against somebody and then a, probably, probably a oh, loss. No. You, you, you beat Arsenal. You beat Arsenal. You want to beat Arsenal. I just think I'm not sold on Arsenal just yet, man. I'm not sold on Arsenal just yet. Okay. I, All right. I, United wins one of those games. Okay. I think Pro- yeah, probably Arsenal then. games. Yeah. Hopefully tie Man City and then beat Arsenal. Okay. That's my guess, brother. What about you, Mark? You're kind of quiet on your freaking. Yeah, well, man, when you get beat by Brentford, <laughs> I guess it's not that bad. Brentwood? 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 Yeah, Brentford. Bedford. Bedford, yeah. Bedford? Man, it's crazy. to start they, the new year off. They got back to back wins between us and Tottenham, so. They're they're in form um, as of playing, late. They're playing the Wolves on Saturday. Ninth Wolves, place. Relegated. Um, way they're playing. <laughs> Chelsea's four <laughs> spots. Chelsea's a couple spots away from. They played Chelsea know, in the twenty first. Actually making the big six in one through six because they're the only ones that um actually Newcastle United is the ones that are holding not holding them out but they're the ones that are taking one of those top six spots with the other top. Uh, five of the top six, Arsenal, Man City, Man United, Tottenham, and Liverpool. Liverpool is just a lot left to be desired this year, man. Um, I do like that signing that they just got. I think that's going to be huge. Sean, you says, guys only make that signing because Darwin's playing like crap. Darwin's scoring goals for you guys. You guys don't make that signing, in my opinion. Darwin sucks for you guys right now. He's just not in form. He is not scoring goals. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was doing good right before the World Cup. I mean, you're going to put man. two he games just, on him like that? He has five goals and what? Uh, five goals in 17 games. I mean, one every more than three games. Sorry, bro. You're my top striker. I need a little bit more than that. What happened with my guy, uh, Diogo Jota? He's still he's, hurt. I mean, he got still hurt. Got hurt huh? Yeah, he's still one of those muscle injuries. I mean, you guys are so loaded now. I mean, Firmino's going to leave. Just, you know, a free agent. You're not going to redo his contract. You got Gakbo now, who's a freaking star. Darwin, Salah, Luis Diaz, Jota. I mean, it's just. Where's Firmino going to go? He's been solid. He'll probably go. He's a solid. Maybe back to Brazil or something. I'll probably go back to Brazil. Maybe Al Sayer. Go play Ronaldo. So just to round out the top four uh, for you guys, Arsenal at 44, Man City uh, behind eight points, Newcastle right there at 35 with Manchester United at 35 as well. Uh, That's the top four. Five points clear of – I'm sorry, clear. 
clear is what Man's, Manchester United is of Tottenham at 30 points, Liverpool at 28. Those are your top six. And the bottom four, West Ham United at 14, uh, Nottingham Forest at 14 points, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Struggling, man. Three wins, yeah, four that. ties, ten, ten losses. losses. That's Only horrible. one of five teams with double-digit losses at 13 points and Southampton running at the top or top yeah top of the shit list at 12 points um but you have here it's 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 pretty crazy you know we talk about baseball and hockey basketball the point differential and stuff if you just look at the top 10 they're in green bottom 10 they're red it's pretty crazy it's like literally top top 10 are in green in point differential and goal differential 11 through 20 what about the minnesota vikings Red at twelve and four. How that works, I don't know. Because <laughs> they're crazy. because they're eleven and zero in, in single score games. Single score games, and when they lose, they get bound. Because that was a Dallas Cowboys game. The Dallas Cowboys game threw it off. Yeah, threw it off. Just uh, like our just like our penis length, uh, you know, average in America, we know. So. <laughs> very <laughs> odd man. He's very odd, odd man. man now, like, baby. <laughs> All right, so I think that's pretty much it for the uh, episode 172 of the Com Boogies podcast. If you guys don't have anything else, I think we're done. The first you episode what, of the new year was amazing. Thank you guys so much. We're just at about two hours of live. That's half of what Yak was today, Mark. That was an amazing episode. Did you watch any of the highlights? A Sean, little bit. Sean, please subscribe to Yak. Okay, I will. It's just a random podcast from Barstool Sports. It's Big Cat, and I'm sure you know who Big, Big Cat, Cat is. Big Cat LeFleur? We, we don't fight We fair. don't fight fair. We don't fight fair. <laughs> not homie. Um, about me. But it's a bunch of people, and today they spent 60% of their show on they trapped everyone, and it was a fart eliminator match. Oh, so so all you had to do, <laughs> all you had to, do to get out of the game was to just fart on command on on the microphone i might do pretty good on that and, and so all oh, sean would win but yeah. they they ordered like you know um like n- not rubio's but you know something like rubio's bowls with like extra beans hot sauce mm. they had they had spider go get freaking mountain dew and ice cream <laughs> like you know anything dairy, anything dairy. sean is like freaking white dairy <laughs> dairy like anything with dairy sean oh, is dairy. like you know, so it, it was funny. But it, anyways, amazing start to the year for the Comboogies podcast. Many more to come. Uh, hopefully a brand new show as well to come. But uh, Sean, Mark, send us away for episode 172, please. Uh, like Mike said, man, first episode of the year starting off with a bang. Uh, episode 172, a good one, man. You guys seen all the information we provide week in and week out. This is just the beginning. Obviously, football season. Uh, we're quickly approaching the playoffs. But just stepping aside from the game itself, just another prayer for Damar Hamlin and just him keep getting better, man. Because at the end of the day, this is just our enjoyment. And these guys are human beings on there. And we just got to have that heart, man, because, you know, what happened yesterday just can't happen. We just got to be better. Uh, but podcast itself, we're going to keep coming out of fire. Treasure Island Comics, T.I., Alex, you are the man. Week in and week out, you support us. We're always going to support you. Make sure you guys support your local comic book shops, just like Mike said. None of these little third-party jabronis. Uh, just support the small businesses, because like Mark said, also, man, inflation. You know, people are struggling out here. So definitely help people out if you get extra spare change. And, yeah, just keep supporting the comic booky podcasts. You know, we don't charge. 
come download us, subscribe, check us out, and keep interacting with us, man. Twitter's live 24-7. So hopefully we'll hear you guys, you know, insight. And yeah, thanks, guys. We don't charge. We don't charge. That's very true. But instead, we give. We give out. If you guys follow us on YouTube, Comic Bookies, uh, please follow us there. You'll see Mike Short uh, getting up more giveaways that we're going to be having pretty soon. Uh, books and whatnot. So uh, check that out and always check out our social media as well. Like Sean said, Twitter at the comic bookies, Instagram at the comic bookies. You want to write us an email. You can also do that. The comic bookies at gmail.com will be able to deliver us that beautiful email from your, from you guys. And yeah, just uh, fun to get back fun to finally be in a new year and see what it's going to bring Hopefully it brings inflation down and hopefully it inflates our damn podcast and even gives us better numbers and bigger audience and just even uh, bigger horizons and bigger uh, dreams for all three of us and our fans included. So thank you, uh, everybody involved. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Treasure Island Comics, like we always say uh, this time. So uh, take it away, Mike. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mark and Sean. Uh, to round out the episode for 172, we have the top five to ten areas of the United States downloading us over the last ten episodes. We have the San Francisco Bay Area at number one, the Valley out here in Sacramento, Stockton, Modesto at number two, uh, Medford, Klamath Falls up in Oregon at number three, and across the United States, 3,000 miles away, New York at number four, and Boston, Massachusetts, Manchester Boston. at Boston at number five, Washington, D.C., rounding out the top 10 in Hagerstown, number six, Amarillo, Texas, Detroit, Michigan, Las Vegas, Nevada, and coming back to the West Coast, the best coast, L.A., Los Angeles, California, number 10. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 172, everyone. Thank you, Mark and Sean, for jumping on with us for a fourth year of this goddamn podcast. We are almost at 175, almost 200 episodes of this podcast. Come two months from now, we are at four fucking years doing this shit. We love it. We love talking sports, talking comics with everyone. We love you. Thank you so much for who, you know, everyone who's been involved, you know, in the United States, in Europe, Asia, South America, everyone who's been involved. The, the person who's been downloading us every episode in Belgium, like, you please, if you're listening, you please. Like, reach out to us. Like, please reach out to us, and we're going to send you some shit. Call please. in. We'll get you please. live. But anyways, thank you so much for joining us for episode 172. 173 is live next week, right after the national championship for the college football season. Um, for Mark, Sean, this is Mike. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the comics. And enjoy each other. Peace the hell out. Happy New Year. Peace. See you all next week. Peace and always enjoy each other and enjoy 2023 the best you can and rest in peace to Ken Block and Barbara Walters and uh, we're praying for you, Damar. Peace. Peace.